perfect. It's like it's yeah, like it it's perfect because it's so nuanced mm-hmm. on so many levels. Because yeah. it means something to me. Because right. it's like me. Like it literally is me. Mm-hmm. Right? Because like everything I do is just I'm curious about everything. Right. Like I try to tell people like, so what do you want to do? They're like, you can't ask me that question. <laughs> yeah. Because like I would be like a paleontologist, astronaut, robot, superhero, whatever. Like, <laughs> I could just you know, just give me a list and I'll just put a whole bunch of words together and that's what I am. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what I want my job to be. Okay. Right. So how do I, how does that make me money though? Damn. <laughs> so like to me, it doesn't matter. Like what I want to be is whatever I'm doing right now. Right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Feeding Curiosity. And in today's episode, we're joined by Jordan Chris, and he's been on here before. And this is actually our first conversation where we just sit down and have a conversation together. And we go all over the map on this one. We start out just having some little bit of reminiscing about stories and things we've done together since we've had such a long uh, friendship with over, uh, I think at this point, it's like 18 years of friendship, something ridiculous like that. So we have a lot of memories there. And then we just start talking about all sorts of different things diet passion um and then being able to connect with people and trying to help you know and and i tell a story about a podcast called uh uh, on cal fussman's big questions and he had a guest named kevin hines and i have a link to the the that episode of the podcast but as i was telling you it was really visceral reaction for me to be retelling it um because it really means a lot to me to be able to hear stories like kevin's and you know, and when you hear those stories, you can kind of put yourself in that person's shoes and you're like, God damn it. Right. Because all you want to do is, you know, help people. Right. Because the last thing that you want to hear is, you know, people that all they needed is something simple and they never got that one thing. Right. So at the very least, this podcast is very long. We're almost three hours long. It's the longest yet episode I've ever recorded. And. Yeah, if, if you guys, at the very least, go check out that other podcast instead of listening to this one, I would greatly appreciate that. So, without further ado, th- this is my conversation with my good friend, Jordan Chris. And so with that, we'll jump right into it. And we're recording. Right. Yes. We are here. All right, man. We're joined with Jordan Chris, another old friend. You've been on the podcast before, yeah, but this is the first yeah. one I'm on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I'm nervous, man. Yeah? <laughs> no, nah, man. Yeah, no, I'm It's just nervous. a conversation. Yeah, we're just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, so I guess I guess we'll just start where we were. Yeah. Um, we were saying before, um, I haven't had time to really think about, like, um, a lot of stuff outside of what I'm doing. Right. Um, so when he hit me up about doing the one-on-one podcast, I was kind of like, yeah, that's dope. And then, like, instantly it was like, okay, cool. And then he texted me again. I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck, I said yeah to that. <laughs> we got to do that. And then yesterday, um, we all went to the Bears-Patriots game. Right. Um, and the traffic on the way home, let me tell you. I can you. just imagine. Let me tell you. So I was, like, in and out of sleep. And by the time I woke up, I'm like, yeah, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, the point of that is just I just started um, writing a script. Oh, dang. Yeah, and I'll kind of leave, or like a screenplay, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'll kind of leave most of the details out because I want to get it, you know, um, copyrighted. Yeah, give it a full chance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't don't share too much, but that's cool. Yeah, but I've been into that, and it's something new from what I've been doing. Right. As far as, you know, super into music and stuff like that. I mean, it's a completely different style of writing. Yeah, yeah, but the writing's always been there. You know what I mean? I've always been interested in writing of Mm -hmm. some sort. So, like, in elementary school, I, like wrote a book and it was like 400, 400 pages long something like that um 
and I was in like fourth grade. <laughs> and but I was like, that was what I was into. I was like, no, right. I want to be an author. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and I went back and read it actually. No uh, shit. I can't believe still have it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I was looking for it, and I was like, I wonder if I have. And I found it in one of my old emails. I like remembered the password that what I had from forever ago <laughs> and uh, when we got rid of our old computer yeah and uh, I got into it and it was like one of the first emails in that email <laughs> and I sent it to myself I'm like I'm so glad I did Dang. so I looked and I read it I'm like wow this is terrible <laughs> right I mean you you can just imagine right <laughs> right but I mean the ideas like some of the ideas were cool mm-hmm. they're just super unarticulate <laughs> so I was like okay um, so I'm actually I might revisit that well no I am gonna revisit that but make it more of a like more thought out cool story um but the thing I'm doing now is just, I'm, like, so into it that I'm, like, studying, like, Vince Gilligan's work and stuff like Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. Um, studying that, so I'm rewatching that for the 30th time. Dude, <laughs> I mean, the writing for that is just so amazing, yeah. right? It's, like, there's there's something about story crafting, right, that yeah. especially for that, it's like, you know, the slow crawl to evil, right? And right. if Joe ever listens to this episode, he's going to be like, yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah. just, it's just like one of those things where you, 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 you start at this point where it's you know a newbie, right? And then all of a sudden it's like you. By the end of the show, you're like, "How the hell did we get here?" Yeah, you know. That's, so that's awesome with almost any show or movie that's well done, right? Like any movie, but Breaking Dead, Breaking Bad, Breaking Dad, yeah, Breaking Dad. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a like a Rugrats episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> something, something. You don't want to get. We're, into. we're dating ourselves yeah. with that one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, with that show specifically, they do it so well. Because you forget how much the guy, like, sucks. Right. You know what I mean? Because they start you off to sympathize with him. Right, you agree with him. Yeah. Like, you see why he's doing everything he's doing. Yeah, and it's like, okay, I get it. And there's a lot of, like, uh, like empathy, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then there's a point where, like... It, the needle shifts, right? right? Yeah, spoiler alert, whatever. I mean, it's too it late. You, <laughs> it you know what I mean? If you haven't, that's on you. <laughs> but there's a point where, like, he gets cured from his cancer. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, so... Why are you doing this? Yeah, thing? so why are you still doing it? And then it turns into, like, his character actually coming out. He's, like, prideful. Yeah. And this very stubborn guy, and, like... Well, like, he became his character, right? Yeah, and then yeah. if we kind of go back to, like, our anxiety and depression one, right? Mm-hmm. Where we talked about fame and how that corrupts people, yeah. right? You, yeah. you have your, your performance self right. and your real self, and then there's a point where that yeah. scales... Be- tip itself yeah. and you become a shadow of who you were right because you're in that sense you're always performing you know what i mean everywhere you go yeah you know yeah people looking at you i mean you can say that about kanye in some ways oh right? oh my god that's I, I feel for the guy but i'm at the point where i've defended him so long i'm done defending right him. like i'm like dude just stop just i mean granted it really does look like there's some something else going on issue, right. something's going on with him but i don't know him i don't right you know i mean at the end of the day his life doesn't affect mine really at all yeah but it's exhausting to hear someone who once was, like, so pure when it came to music mm-hmm. and did a great job to have, I don't know, went on some sort of roller coaster ride and is, like, right. so into this celebrity of himself that right. it's, like, you don't even know who I mean, you're selling anymore. yourself at that point, right? Yeah, like yeah. what? It's like you're selling little bits of your soul until you become yeah. nothing, right? You're right. just hollow. <laughs> yeah, and it's, like... That's like, I, I mean, I can't I know. relate to that. We could psychoanalyze it forever, and <laughs> yeah. you don't you don't know unless you talk to him yeah. every day, right? Yeah. But like, imagine like, like imagine being like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go grab something to eat real quick." Right. Like, at his level, you really can't do that. Unless right. You're ready to be like, "Yeah, there's people are gonna like bombard me and like crowd yeah. me and stuff." Like you'd have to like wear a freaking fake beard or something. Yeah. Like yeah. go out. And, like a lot of them do that. They'll you know go into the airport. They're wearing like hoodies and like all covered up. And I'm like, right. I mean, yeah, maybe initially that'd be cool 
Maybe it, it'll burn yourself out, man. Yeah, like if you can't like go that. anywhere and yeah. just be normal. Yeah. You know, like that's why it's like, like weird when you have like some people who are just like famous mm-hmm. and they're like just normal people. Right. You know, like I've heard like Chris Pratt or like um, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Those guys are like normal, like yeah. normal dudes. Right. You it's know, hard to, to separate from that. <clears throat> yeah. Like they don't let the 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 fame or the whatever it is that mm-hmm. is a lot attached to that kind of stuff get right. to them in right. some way. And that's I feel like that's a skill set. It really is. I feel like it has I mean it's kind of like the, the NFL people, right? Mm-hmm. Where where you know they they make all this money in their early 20s and yeah. then they retire and then by their 30 they're broke. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's a skill to be able to not blow all your money. Yeah. Yeah, and that's sad. They definitely need financial advisors. I'm sure they have them. I mean now now it's becoming a thing like yeah. where they have guys that help them transition out yeah. of it, which I think they should have always had. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I can't imagine. I was stupid <laughs> coming out of high school. I, was, I, I mean, you have no stupid. reference. I was, just, I was ignorant to the world. I'll put right. it that way. We all were. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, to a large part, we still are. Right. right exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if I if someone was like, "Here's, you know, a fucking ten million dollar salary right out of eighteen yeah. to just be me." Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> the shit I would have been like, right. oh, I'm going to Like, can you imagine, this, like, you know? okay, you're 18, and you're going to be going to college, and you're going to go play football or whatever sport. Mm-hmm. And then, say, two years into college, you're like, hey, you're a draft pick. Right. You get drafted. You're making pff, at, at least a million, right? Yeah, yeah. At least one million, right? right? So your income goes from basically zero mm-hmm. all of a sudden to a million dollars. Yeah. How do you, like rationalize that in any way it's like you have no to. way like it all of a sudden become like I couldn't even like all I could eat was like ramen <laughs> you know <laughs> and I'm not talking about good ramen because yeah. we've had good ramen right, right. we could have told side podcasts I'm just ramen <laughs> if we run it right just hear slurps through yeah. the podcast <laughs> oh, hot hot <laughs> I would have that on repeat <laughs> but, but like we'll do that one day yeah <laughs> it's gonna happen now happen. but like you know you just have no concept of it like I was I even think it's insane that we even have schooling where you have six weeks, 16 weeks to learn something and become yeah. a master at it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, having an A in a class is you've mastered the material. Right. Hell, what? <laughs> master shit. Right. Like, like yeah. you barely got the concepts across and you kind of just ma- aced a test of memorization, right. maybe. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely got to be reform when it comes to that. It's yeah. Not- Nothing's that simple. I- and I think the other part, too, is that the, the universities really need to look at their athletes because yeah. they don't get paid. Right. You know? But they're making buku bucks for the university. Right. (laughs) So, actually, I was thinking about this not long ago. Mm -hmm. Maybe like a month or two ago. Yeah. um, Like when the NCAA was having all their debates and whatever, if they should do this or that. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the things... Yeah, I know you follow sports a lot more than I do. Right. But one of the things I kept coming up with so the athletes get paid. Yes. Um, And do you think... Absolutely. Yeah. Because I'm on the fence about it. I don't know. Because they, they spend so much time practicing, and they kind of right. just take course loads that are not super hard so they can right. dedicate so to the can, sport. That's and, true. And if you're doing that, I mean, you're looking – I don't even know what a training schedule is like, but it's got to be upwards of 20 hours a week, man. Yeah, and I mean, not especially inclu- for those not including players. like not including off season stuff because mm-hmm. they're still in the gym all the day all right. time. And if you're a star athlete, they're looking at you and they're like, "Hey, you gonna be ready for next season?" Yeah, and you have I guarantee you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> How your grades doing? You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I went to Western. And right. It's not like I mean that was a D one school, but it was like bottom of the D one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know how the divisions break up that well. I'm right. not really into college sports that much, but all I know is um, it wasn't very. 
I I put it this way. I imagine like Michigan where Joe's going. Right. For those athletes, to be upper level, is a lot different. Right. Than it is at Western. You it's like I mean? there's a scale, right? Yeah. So it's like D one bottom, mm-hmm. but then there's like D one yeah. that's like way at the pinnacle right. of D one. <laughs> right. And they're talked about at ESPN. You know what I mean? Right. They're like. I mean, I've seen the picture of Joe's stadium, and it's just like... Dude, the, what's it called? The bowl? Yeah. The Coliseum? Yeah. It's It's ridiculous, man. I'm butchering that, I apologize. But, yeah, it's crazy. It sits... I think it's the biggest stadium in, like, football. Oh, my God. Like, I'll have to make sure I go see it when I'm down there this weekend. Yeah. Are you... Will you be there Sunday? Saturday, Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The other games are Saturday, anyway. Um, Yeah. If they're playing at home, I would say go. Yeah. I would say, I mean... I don't know the schedule. I know you guys are going to the party and stuff. Yeah, we're going to party and stuff yeah. like that. But I don't know. I don't know the specific schedule either. I'm yeah. just gonna show up and be like, and like, what are we doing? <laughs> Take me away. Yeah, that's gonna be fun, man. Dude, my my Halloween costume I figured out. So you know, I got my dope Spider-Man hoodie from the PS4 game. Yeah. So I I bought myself. You can see the pair of red jeans over there. Oh, I see. So so I'm gonna wear that with the hoodie. And then underneath the hoodie, I got a button-up with mm-hmm. two like front pockets. I bought some pocket protectors and put some pens in it. Okay. And I bought myself uh, not glasses. those. I got some reading glasses or computer glasses. Mm-hmm. I got more nerdy-looking ones coming. Oh, damn. <laughs> so I can be uh, Spider-Man with the hoodie up and then Peter Parker with That's fucking nerdy dope. glasses. <laughs> I don't wear glasses, so I had to figure out a way to make like, get myself glasses back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. That's going to be awesome. And it, to me, it's weird because I grew up. Nobody thought Spider-Man was cool. Now everyone does. Now yeah. it's like, dude, you're Spider-Man. Like, yeah. I've got so many compliments on the hoodie. I'm like, this is weird, it's man. Bad. It's because it, it's one because the game came out. Right. I mean, part of it is the game, and it just looks cool as hell. Yeah. <laughs> That's a dope hoodie. But it's still weird. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, comic books are cool now, dude. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, Star Wars is cool now. I remember yeah. growing up in, like, elementary school, and Star Wars like, man, do you like Star Wars? Yeah. Weird. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, it's, like, cool to be a nerd. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like me and anime. Right. Yeah. I do not under like okay, so I used to like not be outspoken about the fact that I watch anime. Right. I was like, Oh, you watch it, you're a nerd. Yeah, right. it's like kind of our friend group was like the only anime group that I really knew right. of. Yeah, at least because no one talked about right. it. Right, yeah. Now, dude, it's like all these people are just like, Oh yeah, posting these anime memes and talking about I saw the one you like, I think you posted the yeah. the black and white one where it was like my courage or something like it was, and it was like oh, the end yeah, of the, yeah, yeah. the cabbage yeah, it was, that one was Avatar or something. I, I giggled yeah. at that one yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my cabbage is my cabbage <laughs> that was, I mean it's, it's to me it's, it's crazy how uh, that's a thing now um, yeah it, I, I don't think it's as cool as like some of the comic book stuff is because right. it's still like it's still its own kind of hidden thing you know what yeah I mean because I mean, it's culturally it's a little bit more culturally isolated in some ways mm-hmm. yeah it because is. since it's from Japan mm-hmm. you know it takes a specific type of person but it's like right. if you like ramen you like yeah, yeah, pretty much <laughs> if you like ramen we're not talking about the marichin you know what I mean we're talking about the good stuff yeah the like bowl. the real yeah. good stuff yeah. if you haven't had real ramen you're missing out hardcore yeah. people still don't know that that's like a how dish. is that yeah uncultured swines yeah I feel like I didn't know well I don't know I knew when I didn't know because like again in the anime that's him eating it and yeah I'm like where do you get right like, I, I still picture naruto man and he just yeah, and he's just ham <laughs> this big bowl and i'm like what is in there dude it looks so good and then what is the first oh first bowl of ramen i ever had was actually after a show oh um, really yeah so i opened up for i opened up for suicide boys right oh outside of chicago it was a great show a lot it was like packed house um that's legit they actually suicide boys actually asked uh, my girlfriend alex to sell the merch for them because they had their merch downstairs that I have a person yeah. they're like hey like pretty girl they're like would you want to like you want to be the one who it? does it yeah and I was like yo you should do it that ended up not needing her because they sold out before like the show happened oh damn um anyway after the show is over um 
everyone else that was there, all 21. Yeah. And they wanted to go out. And then I was 22, Alex was still 20. Yeah. So she wasn't 21 yet, so we're like, damn, well, what can we do? Ramen spot across the street. And I'm like, yo, we have to check it out. Like, we got to check it out. Dude. And we're sitting there eating, and we're both like... That's, like, the best stuff ever, man, because you're, yeah. like, in the heart of the city, and those, like, little tiny shops that you find. Yeah. Like, that's half of yeah. why I want to travel, man. Just, like, oh, yeah. find the legit food. Like, I still... From this day, since I ever went to Western with, mm-hmm. to, to visit you, man, yeah. <laughs> when we got there, it was that's still a surreal day. Yeah. And we should probably tell it, just because it's yeah, so much that, fun. That was a fun day. <laughs> so, driving to Western from here, so we're in the northwest suburbs of Chicago, takes about three-ish hours, maybe... Yeah, it's like almost like four. Yeah. So it takes a while. And I'm about to, be able to do a similar drive up to Michigan, which is like five hours. Yeah, it's a little longer. <sighs> yeah. Thank God I got a Prius. <laughs> <laughs> Don't got to worry about gas. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just move, move on farts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. You're good to go. <sighs> yeah, I filled up last month. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Dude, I get like 48 miles a gallon. That's fucking insane. Right. Excuse I love language, it. But that's it's <laughs> it's so good, man. It makes me mad because in my car. Like, right, because now you got this Mustang. <laughs> it's literally like. Half and I'm like, I feel like I'm always at a gas station. Like I'm a gas station regular. <laughs> like, it's like, hey Bob, and I start giving me discounts. Like you're here all the time. You want? We'll, we'll get you this one. <laughs> do, you, do you need Monster? Or... <laughs> yeah, like, geez, man. yeah, but uh, so back to the story. So we're driving to, and I'm the one who had to drive back then to Western, and we get there right around noon or so, I would think. Yeah. And Jordan's like, oh, dude, you gotta come to this place, Chicks, and I'll let you take over from there because yeah. then you can explain. Yeah. So it's just like. <laughs> I guess in, it's not a hole in the wall there because everything there is a hole in the wall because there's only, like, so much stuff to do in their quote-unquote downtown. Their downtown is literally, like, a, a block. cul-de-sac. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, like, whatever. Parking there is there. atrocious, too. It, oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know. Small town in <laughs> Illinois. Anyway, so we're in the downtown of Macomb, this place called Chicks. Some of the best food you can have. Weirdest menu I've ever heard of. Yeah, it's literally like craft chicken. It's like chicken fingers, and then they sell. They have drink specials too. Yeah, yeah. So um, (laughs) they have these thing called. For people who don't know, most people don't. (laughs) They have these chicken tender things called lips. And they dunk them. Oh, in, I like, forgot. Buffalo and you like do like tear them, right? Yeah, well, if I remember. Well, no. You, I mean, they serve them whole, but you can get like lip fries. Oh, okay. Like, waffle fries with cheese, and they like cut up. Ooh, on, it's so fire! I need. I, I want to go back just, <laughs> just for, for food. Just for that. Uh, just because I used to eat it like once a week. Yeah. Um, so I bring them there because I'm like, if you're in Macomb. You have to, you have to right. drink and you have to eat chicks. <laughs> like, and that's what you do in Macomb. That's <laughs> what we did for four years. <laughs> drink and then eight chicks. No class. <laughs> that's, that's it. It seemed like it. Like, what the hell? <laughs> and somehow yeah. you get a degree at the end. Yeah. It's like, thanks for coming to right. Western Illinois. Right. You got your majored in chicks. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so eating that. And then they had, they had their drink specials. I don't really, I don't remember them. They weren't that. They weren't that crazy. They had, like, really good martinis. That's, I, like, I also I remember is we had a martini at, like, 1 p.m. Yeah. And I never had a martini in my life. Yeah, and then we were on for a long day. So it was like, let's get, let's get it started. Yeah. But, um, we got, what was it called? Is uh, some president or something. Winston Churchill. Yeah, Herrera got the Winston Churchill, yeah. and that was just... It was just, like... Shameless plug, go listen to his podcast. Yeah, here's his vodka. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was so strong, too. Yeah, it was. I feel... I think we were, like, buzzed-ish after mm-hmm. eating over there. Yeah, yeah, we definitely were. So, um... Yeah, so then we go back, we're stuffed, um, and I'm like, yo, so the night is, or the day is just beginning, so what do we get? We went to uh, that liquor store at the corner from your apartment, and we got uh, Everclear and Hawaiian yeah, Punch. That's what it was. What was it, bathroom juice? Yeah, I think it was like ghetto jungle juice. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? and like, you had like a cooler, like one of those mm-hmm. like 
Gatorade ones, the bigger ones, for like and like you see on like a high school football yeah. field. Yeah. So <laughs> if we filled that up <laughs> with Hawaiian Punch and then Everclear, a handle, a full. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we make smart decisions that sometimes. Was fun. Yeah, it was disgusting. Yeah, we had to cut <laughs> it with orange juice. I think if I remember correctly. Yeah, because it was like. One and then Herrera, shot. you either you dared Herrera or he dared you, and. <laughs> Oh, for the shot? Yeah, you yeah. guys both took a shot of Everclear, yeah. and you're both like... Ugh. Yeah, that was the worst thing. I can still taste it. <laughs> it's like blinking like, in your memory, yeah, right? Like, oh, like, why did I do that to myself? It was, and it was so hot. I forget, too. Like disgusting. Because we drank that stuff, mm-hmm. me, you, and Joe got in this really deep philosophical argument before oh, we, we left, yeah, and yeah. we were like, almost like arguing yeah, each other. Was it religion? What was it? I forget what it was, but we like really got heated for Maybe a little while. it was politics. It was something like that. Yeah. But, like, we got super deep into, like, <laughs> yeah. this really debate. As we're fucked up. <laughs> like, rain to go. Yeah. And then you and Stump had your typical Madden duels. Oh, yeah. We did play Madden. As always, it happens. <laughs> you know, it, it got a little heated there, too. That was ongoing. If he listens, you suck at Madden. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll have to plug it when we share this episode. Be like, yeah. hey, Stump, this is for you. <laughs> yeah, in the bio. I'm going to put apps. You suck at Madden. <laughs> the bio <laughs> just for him but no uh, I mean that was a fun day then we you know whatever went to a couple of parties yeah cool. that was the weirdest thing ever for me where people were just outside in their front yards mm-hmm. in like the the like apartment housing area yeah. where people were just like yeah we're just gonna start drinking and I'm like yeah. I don't think half of those people were even old enough to be drinking no definitely not because <laughs> you can get into the um most of the clubs I think all of them Definitely most, but I, I can't remember all of them. But most of them, you don't have to be 21 to get into. You can what get in when you're 20. And I How think does Herrera get kicked out then? Because it's I'm speeding up. Yeah, but <laughs> that's just what he does. I think, I think I think in his head he doesn't tell us this, but he's like, okay. How can I make an ass of myself? <laughs> and it's just like, all right, that's what he does. He gets kicked out. Because <laughs> I mean, I've only known like two people to get kicked out of those places, and one of them was Eric's. <laughs> so, like, he was there for a day. This is so <laughs> amazing on so many yeah, levels. It's like, man. Um, but I don't, also, I don't think that's exclusive to Western. I think that's just. Um, Most like university, university college yeah, areas. Well, culture. I mean, this kind of makes sense because yeah. why would you exclude half of your population? Mm-hmm. Well,. No, yeah, if you go into school, you're maybe 18 at the end of high school. Right. So you're like 19, 20, and then 20, yeah. So you're like, mm-hmm. half of your student body can't even go and, yeah, make money right. for you. Right. <laughs> yeah, really. um, oh, we gotta, I don't want to speed this up too fast, but no. the, the the one drink. Oh, the Quaalude. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, so before, so, okay, so backtrack a little bit. The reason everyone came down is there's this event that happens twice a year at Western called Around the World. And it's at um, a club called The Forum. Yeah. So um, I think they have around the worlds everywhere. But just in case they don't, it's like basically they set up drink stations. It's like a bar crawl, different... basically. Like a super crazy bar crawl. Yeah, yeah. And each bar has like an, another country. So one's like Mexico and they have like margaritas and like that tequila type of, stuff. Tequila and that stuff. And then you can go to Ireland to get like car bombs and that type of thing. Really cool. But like it's like the busiest night <laughs> for drinking there. So, you know, everyone came down before we went to... So we we like had four pregames. You know, yeah, we really it did. Was like a like a pregame to the pregame to the pregame to the pregame. It was nuts. But so, basically drinking by one p.m. until like three in the morning. Yeah, yeah, it was very stupid. But <laughs> we, really a long day. Yeah, it was fun, but it was whatever. <laughs> uh, we went to this place, and I cannot remember the name of it, but it was right next door to the farm. Anyone who's listening who went to West, it was like a morning. tiny hole in the wall. Yeah, this was like the dive bar. Yeah. There's like, all older people in there, if I remember correctly. Yeah, right. a lot of the, like, the, we call them Macomi homies, people who live there, yeah. went to that bar. Um, 
I can't remember. It'll hit me at some point. But uh, they have this drink there called the Quaalude. And I don't know what they put in it, but it was like a milk base. It's like a milkshake. Liquor, yeah. At least like, it tastes like one. I know yeah. you, can, you got a chocolate one. That strawberry. And I, yeah, I think I feel like Alex got it. Someone, no, Alex wasn't with us. Oh no, she wasn't. No, no, no she met us at the at the club. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Because that was the first day I met her. Yeah, was that the first? Day? <laughs> yeah, it was. No, I, well, no, you know, you brought her. You had brought her down like prior, like the Christmas time, like yeah. the year before, and then yeah, yeah. that was the second time we'd right. met her. Because Eric still lived at his initial house. Yes. When you guys yes. first met her, and then he moved. Anyway, <laughs> um, so, I, so many tangents when tangents. Yeah, right now. Right. It's just remembering, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this drink is like a mil- basically a milkshake with, with like liquor in eight it. shots or something nuts in it, and so you take one and you're lit like you're done. And by the way, we were already lit yeah. at this point, like we were messed up. Mm-hmm. And Jordan's like, "Dude, I can't finish this one." I'm like, "Well, you you like up talk this drink. I can't <laughs> I can't not leave here without having at least right. a little bit of it." So I wound up down in half of it yeah. before we go into this club. Yeah. And, oh and, man. Um, so we go in there. This club is next level. It's man. huge. It's like. I'm gonna, I don't remember. It's like four floors, I think. Something like that. There's like and the main just, floor, and then you can go upstairs. And then it's just like, like levels upstairs. everywhere. Yeah. and it's It makes no sense. Yeah. It's, there's like four dance floors. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> I mean, it was a very fun place to go on the weekends. Um, I mean, it's interesting, right? You could go, yeah. you're like, this today we're going to go to this dance floor, yeah. right? Like, you could yeah. just make it up. <laughs> right. It almost, it almost felt like it didn't belong there. You know yeah, because I mean? it's so, it was like really, not modern in the interior, but it right. just had the vibe, yeah. you know, where like, it was like copping. Right, and it was, it was a place I would picture going like in the city. Like, yeah. like, there's not really places in Schomburg even like that, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That, at least that I can think of. Pops is kind of like that now, but not like that, yeah, not still, that level though. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, and that is still even like, you just said you walk in and there's a bar and that's it. You yeah. Know? But this place, it was like, I don't know, like six bars in there yeah. or something like that. It's four, weird, man. Six to four to six Yeah, bars and every floor had its like own drink deals or something yeah. like that. That. Yeah, and it was, I mean, I still remember that was our mission. So we all like had this train, and yeah. we were like, "How do we get car bombs?" Yeah, yeah. And we like wound our way up, and it was like the top floor. Mm-hmm. And then we all get a car bomb, and we're like, "Yeah!" <laughs> still messed up already, by the right. way. <laughs> and then all I remember is like we had like we're like Eric, don't get lost, please. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as we did the car bomb, all I hear is a whisper in my ear is like, "I'm gonna go get lost," <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> And then he pulled a Batman. Yeah. And yeah. I turn around, he's just, <laughs> just gone. <laughs> and if Eric is going to li- I'll have to put, we'll have to just put everyone on blast to yeah. listen to this one because yeah. he's going to be dying laughing. Yeah. It's like, man, you had this awesome podcast and now you're ruining my reputation. <laughs> I, I mean, that's what he's about. Be yourself, man. Be Batman. For- I mean, he is himself. That's mm-hmm. why I had him on to yeah. talk about him being himself. Yeah, he had to be Batman for a day, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, he disappears and then fast forward a little bit through the night. I mean, whatever you do your thing when you're out partying. We all separated and, uh, into small groups. Yeah, and we're trying to find each other to go home because... I wish we had screenshots of this group oh, text, man. man. I, I did for a long time. I deleted I needed space. I right. I deleted them. Um, <laughs> but, we're, I mean, they don't know the area, so I'm like, okay, I got to make sure I got everyone with me so people don't just end up in Lost. Peoria. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, somewhere else in southern Illinois. So, um <laughs> so uh, we're texting each other, trying to find each other. This is also a group text, so yeah, it's really it's discombobulated. Yeah. And Joe's <laughs> angry for some reason. He's like, pissed. Oh, what the fuck? Where is everyone? He's mad. Um, and then Eric, Eric would be like, I'm by the bathroom. And then Joe's like, I'm by the bathroom. Where are you? Yeah. I'm upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Joe's like, why wouldn't you wait? <laughs> that was funny. Then I'm like, 
So I'm in the middle of the dance floor in this big freaking club. And I'm like, hey, guys, just go to the middle of the dance floor and then scream. That was my idea. So it didn't work. Um, but, I mean, I mean, we found each other got at, home. At some point. Yeah. I remember getting outside because it got to the point where Eric's like, I got kicked out. And so I'm like, well, I guess we should go outside because we'll find Eric yeah, then. Yeah. I still don't know how he got kicked Neither out. Neither do we I. Should, we should ask him. <laughs> he probably doesn't even know because he probably just looking squirrely because he had probably his... <laughs> Yeah. If I had his curly head, you know, just yeah, boop, something with his with his little scum stash yeah, going he, on. He figures it out. <laughs> he knows how to get. I, I still remember though they had the most legit setup from the Domino's man. They would just post up right outside the club. Oh yeah. With pizzas yeah. and you buy like a full pizza for five bucks. Yeah, they had the pizzas. They had tacos, um, I believe. Uh, I something know. like that. There's Chinese food. Oh, that's what yeah, it was. It was uh, this this married couple. At least I think they're married. Yeah. That's what I comprehended. They're outside every weekend. They had their little, you know, cart, carton or whatever, and then they open it up, and they had, like, all this, like, chicken fried rice, like, sesame chicken. It was clutch. $5 clutch. It yeah. So, because all I bought a whole people, pizza. Yeah. I got outside, I'm like, damn, I'm so drunk, give me the pizza. You know how much money they probably made off that? Like, a lot. Dude, bank. Like, Hila- Hilarity and yeah. amount of money, because yeah. there's just so many people, like, damn, I want it's all this yeah. food. Like, hundreds of people <laughs> each time they're out there, and they had five bucks a pop. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, this crazy crazy oh, um, that was so crazy yeah good memories, <laughs> good memories. college um, oh my god yeah um my next college venture will be much different yeah <laughs> a lot more serious that'll, this time yeah, around be a lot less of that i i think honestly like you know my my schooling has been just strange all mm-hmm. around because i've had a job right, full time and i've been commuting yeah. to iu now for the last two-ish years roughly and i'm almost done like with this semester basically wrapping up i and more or less done. Right. Because my senior design is done, and I'm like... Oh, you finished already? I'm going to be. Okay. This this semester is our... We get to present it and be like, hey, this is what this, we made, and right. this is, like, what I'm doing. Like, basically putting our capstone in and be like, hey, I've learned something. Right. And, um, well, I've learned more from just doing what I've already been doing. You've been in the field. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. besides that. But <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to say anything negative here, but... <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, too, just taking the year off that I did and then just working and seeing what the real world was like. Right. Because, like, I, I, we've talked about it before, and I think it's probably on the initial podcast we did back in BroPod. Okay. Where we talked about it. But, like, mm-hmm. when you... When you get to see the real world and you get to realize that you, the difference between yourself as, like, an entry-level, like, retail associate at Walmart or something, right. you you have this really different view of the world because you want to realizing that the people who are your peers or that are, like, you know, easily 10 years older than you, right. they're just like you. They're just trying to figure it out. They right. just happen to be at Walmart, too. Like, mm-hmm. there's really no difference between you and them. It's just a right. matter of where you want to go exactly right yeah. and they're kind of put in a situation where they really don't have a place to go anymore because mm-hmm. they just don't know where that is right and it was kind of like i saw the beginnings of the trap in some way mm-hmm. where it was like especially if you're someone who could kind of get stuff done they mm-hmm. like pegged you right away and like you should move up and become a department manager right and then they're like and then by the time you do that you wind up getting like a dollar more right and by the way this is like 825 so you're like making 925 and you're like damn right. i'm making big bucks not right. really because yeah. then you wind up having so much more responsibility mm-hmm. for not a lot of gain right doesn't equate yeah. 
Yeah, and so when you have that like view, and then because of the way I my work ethic is, is I was able to look be in every department in Walmart, so I got this view of like, oh, this is how a store is run. I right. get it, you know. Right. And I still have it to this day where I can like go into Walmart and have it memorized. It's freaking oh, weird. Right. Yeah, I can go anywhere in the store and be like, all right, I know where this is and that is, right. and like, well, that's a good skill. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. really useful. I, I would never have guessed like f- like automotive fluids would be useful, but I do like a lot of tests with automotive fluids for my job. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's really helpful to understand understand what these different fluids are yeah. so i can just go there i'm like i need that one that one that one right. <laughs> it's really weird that these things these skills carry over in some yeah. way <laughs> yeah. that's i mean you pick up something from everything from, yeah from everything you yeah do. um and it's always been interesting the jobs i've worked to i've always wondered for no one specifically but just in general where the ambition kind of dies off right people you know because i mean at least for me every time i start a new job or like start something new like you start off so like i can't wait to there's a bounce in the step you know yeah and but then you're like i mean you're so hopeful and you're like i can't wait to see basically the the potential how far the potential can go and at some point for not for everyone but for a lot of people like that fire it dies out it it definitely that's for sure true Mm -hmm. i mean i think you have to be continually challenged. Right. I think that's what it means. Like, what it really boils down to. Because, like, when you when you have when you start a new job, it's like everything's new. You're learning. People right. are saying, "Oh, you're pretty fit." You're like, "You're pretty good at this." Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. And then it gets to a point where you go into like maintenance mode, where you you're all the skills you've learned. Mm-hmm. Are just you know they're inbuilt right. You right. just can go into autopilot mode. It's not engaging anymore right. unless you find new things to channel your interest into. Mm-hmm. And I think. I think that's where I am able to enjoy what I do now. Right. Because, like, I'm in an environment where I don't deal with customers on a daily basis anymore. Right. Like, I still deal with them, and I think the skills I've learned from being in, in an environment where I did deal with customers all the time, mm-hmm. it allows me to sell it. Okay, you know, that makes sense. You know, I can talk about the things I do, and because I'm in the same situation where I know how to do basically everything again, mm-hmm. I, I then can be like, oh, yeah, we can do these, this, that, and the other right. thing, and then sell it to a customer who may not understand it right. at a level. Do you work directly in sales? Or no. no I'm, I'm, a, I'm an test technician, technically. Gotcha. But, I mean, because of the way it works, is like the salespeople bring in the jobs, and then sometimes the customers come on site right. to, to just observe, mm-hmm. but... By extension, we're the guys that get to sell how well we know our jobs. And so by me being better at selling it... Just makes it better, right? You know, yeah, yeah that makes sense. It makes it like I mean, that's just how I deal with everything too. <laughs> well rounded, yeah. Being um, kind of isolated. Yeah, I don't like that in any way. Like yeah. I've dealt with salespeople. That's why um, John White was on my podcast because he was one of those few salespeople for me that was interested in the technical side of what we do. Right. Whereas a lot of salespeople, you've probably dealt with this before, mm-hmm. where they're not interested. They're just like, I just get you the quote, mm-hmm. and then that's it. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, so for, I don't know if I want to say what company. Yeah, don't say the company. Yeah. So for one of the companies I worked for, um, I'll be as vague as possible here. It was, it was so bad with that kind of thing that there were people who didn't have credentials, even in like a legal sense, because I don't, I don't want to put anyone under the bus. Yeah, don't, don't throw anyone under the bus. Don't say names. You can make up a name if it makes right. make well, it better. Well, I just want to leave it as vague, so I don't ever want to say like the field it was. Oh yeah, okay, so if yeah, that makes sense. So just and what I was doing, you have to have certain credentials to do that in yeah. legal sense because if something happens, you can get sued for liability reasons. Right. Yeah. So the people who were selling that product didn't have the credentials to be selling it, and would literally just like had this 
script created that was complete oh BS to sell to people because so they didn't they, they didn't have like the the technical knowledge to be able to say yeah. it properly basically yeah but there was so much ego around it that they wanted to act like they do and it's just like you don't know what you're doing that's so terrible and this is someone's like the customers. Livelihood, like there's right. so much more at stake than just yeah. you hitting your goal, you know. What yeah. I mean? Um, so it was very, it was a bad environment. There was yeah. a lot of BS. It was just negativity. Negative. Yeah, yeah, very negative. Um, see, like that. I think that's why part of it comes to like the disenfranchisement and the negativity. It just becomes soul sucking because then yeah. when that's built in as part of the culture, because like whenever I think of like working with people, right, like. The, the place you decide to work because mm-hmm. we all got to work in some way because right. we got to pay bills and right. just live yeah. right yeah. at the very least you got to have food on the table yeah. um, <clears throat> but when you get to a point like you got to realize that the people you work with are not your enemy like right. they're both just working and you happen to work at this common goal kind of thing right. and, and you got to really develop that like you're never going to there's never going to be a hundred percent where you get along with everybody, but right. you've got to be able to navigate it and be able to just, you know, figure out how to work best with those people and leverage mm-hmm. their strengths. Right. If, if you have the opportunity to be able to do that, unless right. they're your boss, but either way, then you still have to mitigate it in some way. Yeah. And I've always been the type of person, like I don't go to work to make friends. Yeah. Now, if you do great, you know what I mean? And I have, right. You know? um, so I'm not saying you have to be opposed to that. Yeah. Um, but in the sense that it's like, you have a job to do, um, and you should go there to get the job done. Yeah, you know what I mean, absolutely. Um, it's not social hour. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> get the job done, and um, or I'll just say what I'm currently doing now is serving, mm-hmm. and that for me was going to be a very just in between, just kind of to get the bills paid. Right. I've had, I mean, a lot of my friend Mike's done it, Nate's done it, right? And they both recommended it. They're like, you know, you can you make money quick. You know what I mean? You don't take the homework. You don't take the work home, home with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, there's not baggage, right? Yeah. Because you just yeah. fill in orders, yeah. basically. So it's like the perfect like middle job. Mm-hmm. Where you're like if you're in between something, I'm like, okay. Because cool, there's no right. baggage. It's not like you're learning something that someone else couldn't do easily, kind exactly. of thing. Where yeah. where you're like, oh man, if I leave, I don't know who's gonna like be able to do what I do or right, whatever right. like you'd be surprised actually you'd be surprised well <laughs> I yes I mean yeah. we've all had bad servers mm-hmm. but like it's just a it's not like high skill scene. right yeah. <laughs> it's not like you have to go to school for yeah you know unless you do want to do that because it's like you do craft beer so you gotta right. really know a lot yeah yeah there's, there's an industry for it and you know the hospitality industry is a, yeah you know what I mean is I actually know a few people who went into that which is interesting yeah it's, I mean it's a cool field it's yeah. very cool I mean I'm into that to an extent right um you know what I mean but not something that I necessarily want to have a I wouldn't want to be doing that when I'm 40 let right me put it that yeah. way you know what I, mean? I mean that's a really good way of putting it yeah yeah and that's what I think about it I'm like there's parts of it that I really do enjoy mm-hmm. you really gain um you get a real good sense of like customer service you know yeah I mean? you, you know you learn how to deal with different people so it's cool um, yeah, I think that's really important in yeah, general. Yeah, and in life and just moving forward. So I didn't expect how I didn't expect how important of a skill set it would be doing that. That you can't. And I kind of knew that a little bit before. Right. But learning how to kind of deal with people that are very different. Mm-hmm. You, it, like it's glaring. There. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, you, you just... go from like table to table, and you can have two completely different people, and you have to switch yeah. like that. You know what I mean? My question is, can you ever tell? This is a totally side thing. Mm-hmm. Have you ever? Can you ever tell if there's like a date going on, if it's going bad or well? Oh or not? yeah. Oh yeah. Like I feel like that would be yeah. really fun to do. Yeah. But that's just me because I'm like super curious about things yeah, like no, that. You can, you can tell like you can tell when there's a date. 
you can kind of tell if it's an early date. Hard to tell. You know, you can tell if it's a first date for sure. Oh, yeah. You can tell just how their posture, everyone's sitting up straight. Yeah, and everyone's like. Super polite. Like, hey, hey, okay, I'm working. It's the first date. They're there's, not relaxed enough yeah, yet. Yeah, there's too much impression. Just trying to, you know what I mean? I'm like trying to impress the other person. You can tell that, like, the second they walk in. But then you can tell, like, when it's early, they've known each other, but they're still not super yeah. comfortable. Um, then you can tell when there's relationships. And when there's, like, fights or arguments, it's super awkward because you walk over and you're like, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> okay Because <laughs> they both look at you Out of the corner of their eyes Like yeah. fucking walk away Yeah I've had, I've had one guy I don't know how long They were Known each other obviously Right But one guy like Got up and left His date there And I guess he said He was going to the bathroom Because she was Oh he'll be back in a second I'm like cool Um so I'm coming back, keep checking on it. You good? You good? Yeah, I'm good. And he's, he'll be back. And at this point, it's been 15 minutes, and I'm like, all right, so either his stomach is not agreeing with him <laughs> by any means necessary. Oh, or my God. Down. It turns out he left, and she didn't have any money with her. And she was like, oh, my God, so, to, so she had to call. She, like, called him, blew up his phone, and he ended up coming back. But it was, like, a super awkward thing. I don't know what happened, but I was just like, Yikes. Oh, that's really awkward. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, you run, I don't get that often. Yeah, I was going to say that's probably yeah. once yeah. in a blue moon. But. Yeah, but it's still to see that. It's kind of, I mean, it's funny, but it, I mean, it's. It's, it's like awkward. one of those, it's one of those weird things, right? Because you don't, you know, in the moment, it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it's a big deal, but the people around kind of sense it in yeah. some way. Yeah. I don't know why that's like one of the things that I'm like, I Server people yeah. life, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've seen people just like hardcore start making out way too, like getting into it way. And I'm like, dude, you are in public. I'm trying to walk. I'm trying to, I'm trying to see if you need anything. And I'm like, I guess you're good. <laughs> like, I don't. You're I don't, like, you're about to walk up. Yeah, I'm like, I, I can't I mean, offer you any of that. I'm going to turn away and just <laughs> yeah. pretend like I didn't see that. Yeah, it's so awkward. But I mean, that's just, that's the job. That's <laughs> so, I mean? it's um, such a strange thing, too, especially when alcohol is involved, right? Yeah. You know, like when you're serving alcohol to people, like, you're like, I don't want to ask if he needs one more because he looks pretty good already. Yeah, yeah. and you you can see when someone comes in sober, and it, I didn't notice this because I'm usually on the end where, like, I'm either with or I am the person who's like, drinking. Oh, so yeah. you don't really know. In that sense, you don't necessarily notice it when it hits, but when you're serving and you kind of have to be aware because if someone leaves and gets in an accident, then that's your fault technically. Right. Which I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't think that's. It is kind of weird. I don't think that should be on the server or the restaurant's liability. I mean, you're grown. You're, you're. If you're 21, you should at least 21. You should be able to. Yeah. So that handle yourself, right? Yeah. I mean, granted, you should look out for people just as a courtesy, right? But like, if someone's gonna argue with me, like, no, I'm gonna drive, then I shouldn't have to. You know what I mean? Right. What are you gonna do? Handcuff them? Okay. Bye. Yeah. Like you can't. I, unless you could call them Ubers from the restaurant. Yeah, and it was which like, you can. You can call them taxis, and usually the restaurant pays for it. But I'm yeah. like, it's one thing if they're cooperative, and they're like, yeah, I'll take a taxi, blah, blah, blah. But right. if someone gets, like, aggressive yeah. about it, because you know how some people get like, no, I'm good to drive. Especially like, drunk dude. people. Yeah, and it's like, dude, no, you're not. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't think. Eric? Does he get like that? I'm, Back in the day. Oh, yeah, it's just stupid. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Just, just got to keep throwing him in the bus. Can't yeah. let him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but whatever, I mean, he's mature now. <laughs> um, if if mature you could ever say is, that. Yeah, as mature as he could be. <laughs> um, I love how we're just roasting him right now. <laughs> oh, he, uh, okay, I'll tell you that later. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so back to the point, I just, I, I don't think that should be a... On the server's liability, but you can tell like when someone's sober and then where the, the switch, the one too many, it's like it's like oh this dude's drunk, and then it's like oh he's 
he's messed up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, like you can see it. In, you can see it in their eyes. Yeah. How they talk. Like usually people come in, hey man, how you doing? And then when they start getting real comfortable, hey buddy. What's oh no. Get you like, oh, they get too friendly. Yeah. It's like all right. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's cool, but it's it's. See, it's I don't like people weird. touching me though, especially people I don't know. So I'm like, yeah, buddy. Yeah. You touch me more. I'm a, you're gonna lose your hand. <laughs> you know, so being like the fit guy in in the place I work. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is so annoying when oh, people are like, no. "Oh, do you work out?" And they just grab my arm, and I'm like, "Okay." Does it happen to <laughs> girls who get like a little too drunk? Um, it's more. It's not like girls my age don't do that. Oh, is it the older ones? It's either older women or guys. It's wait, know, it's, what? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's weird. And no, so I'll put it this way: it's really no one my age. Yeah. Is. Oh, okay. It's usually people who are older. Hmm. Like, and I'm like, why are you touching me? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, Don't touch me. You know, I mean, and it's not like a weird touch. It's just like, they feel like they have to touch my shoulder. But like one person was literally like, touching my whole torso and like my shoulder. And I'm like, yo, man. <laughs> like, what, like, what the heck? Yeah, if you start taking off my shirt, you're going to lose you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is like, this is harassment. <laughs> like, don't touch me. That's you know, so like, weird. You know, you got to smile and be like, oh, yeah, I, I work out. You know, they'll ask you, oh, do you work out? And I'm like, no, never. <laughs> like, you know, like, obviously. Just give them the sarcastic yeah, answer. Yeah, it's like, obviously, man. But, um, yeah, it's it's weird. It's, again, it's not an industry. I want right. to be in when I'm 40. I mean, but, it's uh, not so. It, to me, it's like those things, like certain things have an expiration date, right? Mm-hmm. As a career. Right. Right. So, like, at, at some point, I'm not knocking these jobs, but a right. retail job should be expired at some point, mm-hmm. unless that's your thing. Like, right. There's a, there's a legitimate reason if you really want it to be your thing, but for right. not the majority of people, it, should, not, it yeah. shouldn't be. Right. Yeah, so, um, go ahead. But, like, at the same time, like, for me, when I was doing, like, my YouTube things initially, as, like, mm-hmm. my initial foray into all this stuff. Right. Like, I thought playing video games has an expiration date. Right. Like, I'll still play as a decompressing thing because mm-hmm. you can't be serious all the time because that's how you burn out and you, mm-hmm. you know, give up on things that you really care about. But, like, doing it as a thing, as an outlet, I don't think, to me, it was just was meh. It was, like, a low bar, right. you know? And that's right. what, like, retail is. It's a, it's a low bar to set for yourself, right. in my eyes, and to being really safe here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, not trying to knock it. Yeah, well, for you personally, it's a low bar. Yeah, exactly. But for someone else, it can be... Yeah, you know I, mean? I mean, back when I was 18, it was the high bar, because I'm like, fuck yeah, I got a job. Like, right, right. <laughs> I'm making money for the right. first time ever, and I can, like, save up to my car now, and, like, have these other goals that I'm working towards, right? right. But, like, I don't know, it's just really interesting. To, like, see that, right, mm-hmm. the ch- shift, right, because you feel ready. Like, it's really weird, right? Yeah, you, that's a good point. Like, you don't, you don't know, you know, like, I just, I always, like, dread that, like, well, so what's your five-year plan? You yeah, know, yeah, that yeah. kind of conversation, because mm-hmm. I feel like for a lot of older generation people, like, you know, yeah. significant other others' parents, mm-hmm. they still see it in, like, what's your five-year plan? What's your right. ten-year plan? And right. I've never viewed my life in that way kind of five year blocks no like to me it was just like okay I'm gonna work I'm gonna get save up money I'm gonna go back to school right and then I'm gonna get my associates mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna finish my bachelor's and then right. somewhere along the way I got a job right. and then somewhere along the way like all the rest of this stuff it's has been happening in a place. and it's like I don't wanna like I've never wanted to to box myself in into a, a, into a view of like this is where I should be by X age right because there's so many things that happen along the way and I could right. and I guarantee like if I had boxed myself in I would never have gotten into working out right. I would never have been able to do like 90% of the things mm-hmm. you know because I hadn't planned it right. I just did it you know it's right. just like well this feels like something I want to try 
to do, and so let's so just let's do it. Do it. Like <laughs> yeah. it's just, you know, I think the more you box yourself in, you leave the 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 opportunity and chance to mm. just fall into something as as yeah, like you throw it out the window. You know, and I think. Like, two is that, that, you know, the idea of, like, find your passion type mm-hmm. thing, like, what you want to do. Yeah. I don't think it's about finding what you really love. It's about finding something that you're interested in, and then somehow that turns into the passion. Yeah, exactly. You know? Because, yeah. like, like I always do this, man, podcasting. Right. Like, it was an accidental love for me. Right. Like, I got into it really early on, like, really vaguely, like... I listened to the TED Talks on NPR where they right. did the radio hour and they would just basically theme out a podcast and I would, right. I just love TED Talks. I'm like, damn, this is a cool way of like ingesting a themed out version of a podcast. Right. But then it got to a point where I'm like, okay, these are just like reruns and things like I don't really need this. And then I kind of just, you know, expanded my horizons of the right. podcast world. Interest. Right. Yeah. It just like, I'm like, okay, like Moises had told us like, oh, shout out, you need to get on this podcast, dude. Um, <laughs> but like I, I got into it and I'm like, damn, like... I gave Joe Rogan a chance but before that I was listening to like hour long podcasts you know right. and I'm like all of a sudden Joe Rogan and I'm like three hour podcast what the hell <laughs> you know I'm like this is like half my day right. but at the time it was like perfect because I'm like commuting and then my job like I said before is like I'm able to listen to music or podcasts and just do my job because right. people aren't interacting with me every day mm-hmm. so I can just kind of zone out and be like this is a freaking interesting podcast like that's how half the time I tell you guys about stuff yeah, because yeah. I'm just listening to it every day mm-hmm. and um like, since then, it's just been, like, I just absorb so much information from yeah. conversation. Right. Like, like one of the new podcasts I listen to is, it's called, the guy's name is Peter Tia. He's a medical doctor. Okay. And so his thing is about longevity and lifespan. So mm-hmm. it's, like, the science of how, what you do and, like, how you fuel your body and things like that extends your lifespan. So he's looking mm-hmm. at, like, so you, we live, like, 85 years. Mm-hmm. So, like, by 75, our health starts to decline. Right. And so what he's looking at is trying to expand that 10-year chunk of time so that your quality of life lasts as long as possible. Okay, that makes sense. So it's really specific, but it starts really early on. Mm-hmm. So, like, our age where we're like you gotta eat real clean you gotta take a multivitamin like do certain things exercise to extend your life but he started a podcast recently and he gets all of his like MD doctor friends and PhDs Mm. to talk on his podcast and talk about these really nuanced ideas in the form of medicine right and you get to like it's like sitting in like you know I don't even know, like a master's course of med school. That's awesome. Like, and you're, I'm a fly on the wall (laughs) and I have no right to be listening. Like there's a, last week was a five part. Um, he his, one of his mentors was Tom Dayspring and he's, uh, like the, one of the world renowned lipidologists. So fats. Huh. And so he lipidology. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's so weird, right? <laughs> and so it was a five-part, seven-hour podcast all last week. Every day there was a podcast that was at least an hour long. Wow. Yeah. And so I listened to all of it, and I'm like, I just listened to lipidology, like 101, like huh. 101, all the way up to like 30, like 400. <laughs> like you took the course. Yeah. <laughs> like I just took the course. Like he even said it in the description. He's like, if you're in a like lipidology fellowship in school right now, you might get more out of this than the entire course. I'm like. <laughs> Wow. I'm like, I have no right to be here, yeah. but it's free and right. I'm here and this is so interesting. Yeah. And I'm like learning this stuff. I'm like texting Mike. I'm like, Hey Mike, right. <laughs> I like all this information you're picking up. Yeah. That's like it's just f- so much fun for me to like, I'm just like really into just health as a thing. Right. You know, cause the more I learn, the better, you know, right. even though I don't understand the science of it as mm-hmm. much as they do, right. it's still, you. there's still takeaways from it, from just a like, 
should you be taking certain supplements or not? Or, like, yeah. what are things you're doing, like, foods you eat or something yeah. that are, like, unhealthy for you or and whatever? And for how you work, too, I feel like this that's uh, a perfect thing for you because how you kind of work things is something that you can take and be like, oh, that's interesting, and then directly take that and then try it out. Yeah. And then see how it works <laughs> with you, and you're like, oh, I like that. Uh, not so much. You know what I mean? You yeah. Kind of mess with things. So like, right. It's super. It's always gonna be there. The yeah. Industry, so it's like it's a really mm-hmm. awesome thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I get to like regurgitate it to all you guys for yeah. fun because I'm like, this is like ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> and it's important to everyone. Yeah. I mean, I, I think health in general should be like number number one. Yeah. Like the it's other a, thing is, I'm super obsessed with sleep right now. Yeah, I saw that uh, <laughs> app you're using. Yeah, um, the Whoop. Yeah. W H O O P. Whoop, you're gonna start having to sponsor me, guys, if I keep mentioning them on the podcast. <laughs> right. Dude, I love the app, man. It's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. So like the last five days, it's been like so it measures your recovery. Um, I'm, I'm going to explain it again. So measure your recovery as a percentage up to 100% using some newer metrics, so HRV. So HRV is called heart rate variability. And what that means is basically your body – I know I've explained this to you before, but for everybody's right. – <laughs> HRV is basically the variability in your heart rate. So if you're stressed out and, like, you're working out hard, your heart rate is boom, 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 boom. But if you're, like, on – like, if you're relaxed, your heart rate is boom. And, like, there's a little minute, like, change in your the rate of your heart right. where it's not pushing hard. So it measures it in milliseconds. So today I was at 61 uh, milliseconds between heartbeats. Hmm. And um, on average, I'm about 46. Right. So it's pretty high up there today. And then it also measures your uh, resting heart rate, which uh, today I was at 66. My average is 70. Hmm. But I've been killing myself in the gym lately because Love this it. thing, yeah, this thing has been, like, that's my recovery. It's all been in the green, upper 70s for, like, the last five oh, days. That's good. It's crazy because, like, and then it, the, the thing I really love about it, though, is my sleep. But today's an anomaly. I woke up at, like, 545. Wow. And I was just awake. I was just, like. This is wide awake. <laughs> yeah, I was just, like, all of a sudden I just, like, moved and all of a sudden. It's up. You're up. I'm like, what, man? I'm like, I want to be in, like, I'm like, right. I looked at the time, I'm like, five, four, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, you like, either go back to sleep and then feel crappy all day. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. Have you really I like hugged my pillow, I'm like, will myself to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate doing that though. Like, there's times I'll wake up at like six. Yeah. For, I mean, I'm usually up to like three, four a.m. Oh my God. Well, up. yeah, because your job. There. Yeah. So I was like, I'm, a, I'm in bed by like 11, 12 ish. Yeah, oh, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. You know, I mean, on my days off, I try to because I like having a full day when I'm not working, but on the days I work, it's like near impossible. But I'll wake up at six and I'm like, and I don't want to go back to sleep, you know? Because right. I feel like if I do that and then get up again, I'm like groggy all Right. Day. You, well, because you mess up your circadian rhythm. Yeah. I'm listening to uh, Matthew Walker's Why We Sleep. He's oh, okay. a, he's a P- sleep scientist with a PhD and like aggregated all this. He can study anything. Dude, <laughs> see, like legitimately, but this book. Book is like, I'm like listening to the first like hour or so already. I'm just like, what is this? Like he's talking ebook or uh, audiobook. Yes, yeah, audiobook. audiobook. Right. He was on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. So okay. if you if you search his name, you can find a really good podcast on it. It's a cursory overview of the science. Okay. At the very least, for free. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's amazing. I just there's something about because like with with this and just like the science that's come out of recent studies with it is basically if you say I sleep when I'm dead or like remember we were like high school like sleeping less was yeah. like a badge of honor yeah <laughs> like that literally means you're not recovering effectively mm-hmm. you're not like your body has all of this hormone stuff out of balance like right. it just it just means you're just having a lower performance period right you know like it just messes up everything and it's just weird like there's some like weird anomalies that i'm seeing so it measures like your sleep stages my the whoop band and what it does is it looks at like you know 
light sleep, deep sleep, and then REM sleep. And then there's another one called short wave deep sleep, hmm. which is kind of like it's lower than REM. So it's like if you do light, deep, REM, and right. then short wave deep sleep. So my deep sleep is like really low hmm. for some reason. And I got 23andMe back, and it says I'm genetically like not predetermined, but like less likely to get more deep sleep, basically. Huh, really? So I'm seeing a correlation from my genetic stuff from 23andMe and shortwave deep sleep according to this. Huh. And I'm like, what does that mean? So I like didn't – so then here's the thing, me being curious again. So I'm like, what's shortwave deep sleep? And right. then they like – there's like supposedly it's like one of the most restorative sleeps you can have. Mm-hmm. But like if you get less of it, they don't really know what it means yet because sleep right. is just weird. Right. <laughs> like they don't really know why because like if you think about it from like a logical standpoint – you have a like eight hour block of time where your your body is not you're not in control of your body. You right. black out. You're vulnerable to being like Anything. eaten by something, yeah. right? But like you need to do it. Like so, it's like all of the like biological things of staying alive don't make sense because you're just vulnerable in this like yeah. period of like not wakefulness. But it supposedly yeah. does all these. It's just really weird yeah. when you think about it as it a biological weird, function. It's a weird thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm just like, what the hell? Like, it's yeah. just so weird. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. I, yeah. I need to do a 23 in me because that's that's very cool that it was something that it showed you. Yeah. You can I can show you after the podcast. We can, yeah. You can show some of this cool stuff. The other one that's cool is uh, it told me, like, I have a genetic marker for certain muscle groups. Really? So my, my I have a muscle group that's found in elite power athletes. So I have hmm. more effect. I'm, like, better with like powerlifting basically really yeah you started that yeah so what I've done is I've transitioned most of my like legitimate weight training to more powerlifting style you know like five reps Mm -hmm. and then going heavier right and it's weird because like just by doing like you know the traditional arc of learning how to lift you go from bodybuilding and then like powerlifting and then Mm -hmm. you blend it and then you kind of like travel into other weird areas and stuff and I like even before this I kind of knew that powerlifting was like I responded to it better Mm -hmm. but you know just like it's more fun for me kind of thing but right, so now I actually have like scientific stuff backing up with the yeah. it's really it's really fun to see that and like just because of the the whoop band itself I've just been able to measure how hard I'm pushing myself that's awesome because it, like when I when I measure um activities instead of doing like steps or some mm-hmm. bullshit which granted for an average person who doesn't work out a lot counting your steps is great mm-hmm. but if you work out Counting your steps is bullshit. Yeah, it doesn't mean it. Because what really matters, I think, is your heart rate. Mm -hmm. So, like, here is uh, my run. I'm showing Jordan right now. So, I ran, I did, like, sprints today. And so, it's measuring on a scale of 1 to 20, or 0 to 21. So, I got 9.1 for the exercise. And then it shows your average heart rate over time and then where it peaked. That's and then how much you – like my lap right. there. But basically it shows you like I had a max heart rate of 183. And that's kind of right. what I do now is I try to max out my heart rate as high as I could go. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. And then so – because I, I think having that cardiovascular intensity is really what drives growth. Right. You know? If you really that's think true. about it, right? Yeah. Like you could go to the gym and you could just lazily go on the elliptical. Yeah. Right? And say you worked out for an hour. Right. Or you could do sprints in like – 15 minutes right. which one did you really do more work with yeah you know sure. <laughs> like which one's gonna really stress yourself to mm-hmm. the fullest right so now that's kind of what I've been doing the other thing is sauna I just I do a sauna a lot I try to do I haven't done it recently but like on the weekends and stuff when I don't need to worry about like 
going home right away or whatever. Right, yeah, I, time. yeah, when I have more time because you get sweaty as shit. <laughs> I can't stand this on me. I don't know it has benefits. I it's so good for you. It's so like, good I for just, recovery. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think, honestly, that's like the reason you should do it then. Because I hate it? Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I, I used to. There was a long time I did it for a while. I just I hated how I felt, and plus I have asthma. Oh, so I can see that. Yeah. And granted, everyone's like you'll be fine, and I'm sure I will. I mean, you're not in there for really that long. Twenty minutes yeah, is, like, is your minimum dose. Right. So like, I know probably nothing's gonna happen. I mean, if you do it once a week. Yeah. It's better yeah. than nothing. Yeah, but I have been, I've, I've had an absence of uh, working out. Yeah. And it came out of nowhere. It was like I was in the middle. I was almost done with their program. Well. Yeah, like, I'll say two. Oh, is that that crazy program you were doing with yeah. supersets everything? Yeah, yeah. So I hit the transition point, and it got crazy. I mean, it was just crazy. I mean, the workouts were short, but, like, the point was to get them done kind of as fast as possible. You know what I mean? But they're yeah. short workouts. Um, got two-thirds of the way done, and all of a sudden I was just like, yeah, I just don't care anymore. I know, it was, like, weird. It was, I think that's totally fine, though. Yeah, it, it was because I think I was doing it for the wrong reasons, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. I was, I was like... When I used to, so I started for the wrong reasons because I was like, oh, I've always been the skinny guy. I wanna, I wanna not be the skinny guy anymore. You know what right. I mean? So, granted, that's a, whatever reason it gets you in, good reason. Fine. Right. Right. But um, then it's not gonna be the reason that holds you through the long game. Exactly. <laughs> and, and that's not. I feel like that's not healthy either for a long time. So whatever gets you in, that's what gets you in. But then you gotta kind of tweak. Yeah. Tweak your mindset. Um, and I did that, and then I kind of fell off that. I think, and I was going back to like, oh, uh, you know what, I wanna. I want to be, like, the bodybuilding. I want to do yeah. the whole thing. Um, and I got obsessed with that. And, like, that's perfectly fine if that's what you want to do. But that's, like, the stuff I want to do for my career and stuff, it doesn't really align. Yeah, it doesn't mesh with it. Yeah, so I'm, like, it's it, it didn't work. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I, like, I feel like the, I was pushing myself so hard mm-hmm. that the fire kind of burned out a Well, yeah, because you're, like, why am I pushing myself hard mm-hmm. if I'm not going to, like, pursue this in some sort of real way? Exactly. Like, like for me, it's, like... You know, I had to come to the realization for a while because, like, when I got into it, I basically made weightlifting nerdy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to do. <laughs> right. Like, I, I took the science study route. everything. Yeah, <laughs> like, I study all of it. I'm like, all right, so here's how you do the lifts, and here's how you do all these, other, like, science-type things behind the lifts. And then it's like, all right, that's all figured out. Right. Next step, how do you <laughs> how do you get all the, like, supplements ready? So I'm, like, reading about everything I could read under the sun. Like, what are BCAs? What are, the, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, all right, so I got to try one of those, one of these, one of those, one of those. <laughs> and I, like, you know, then I eventually, like, you know, a month down the road, I'm like, how much shit am I actually buying? I'm like, oh. Spending money. <laughs> and I'm just like, holy yeah. God. Yeah. And, you know, and now my approach is pretty, basically radically shifted, and I'm like, all right. It's pretty minimalist if you think yeah, about that's it. Exactly, it to it. That's yeah. exactly what it is. It's like, okay, 80 20, that bitch. Right. What is. The, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay, what is the minimum amount of money I should spend that's going to get me the maximum benefit? Right. And, like, right now I have, like, a green supplement. Which is like Like superfoods or something Yeah basically So the the one I use Shameless plug Because they're amazing It's (laughs) Athletic Greens Sponsor me (laughs) (laughs) I've heard nothing But good things Dude They're like It's expensive It's like $70 If you do the monthly sub Mm -hmm. On it But you get a month worth of it And it's basically The equivalent of 12 uh, Your servings of Fruits and vegetables In one scoop Right And you mix it with water Mix it in your protein shake Make a smoothie out of it Whatever the hell you want to do But also throws in like probiotics enzymes like for digestion and recovery like it just covers all your bases because so if you eat a shitty diet or something that one day it's just you're just you're good you're good you know does it 
does it have like a higher percentage as far as like daily value goes and like a multivitamin or is yes. it pretty it does yes oh, it's okay. really good like they had a thing on their website a while ago that it was like they equated it how much it would like how many pills or whatever you'd have to take to like buy it like right. separately mm-hmm. and it was like $400 worth of stuff Jeez. and like that's not counting like if you had to take pill, you'd have to take pills every like on the hour kind right. of thing right yeah. and that's where like the, the diets that you know there's a lot of that zealotry in dieting right now where it's like you gotta go keto or you gotta go veggie or whatever and I'm just like alright let's cut through the shit yeah. and let's just look at it from kind of paleo-ish mm-hmm. but there's benefits in meat there's benefits in veggies, there's benefits in fruits, and there's benefits in carbs. Right. You just got to be careful in how you use it. No, you can't You just crazy, <laughs> really, with either. Right. And, I mean, you know how I feel about keto. Yes. Um, I'll say, I, I'm not denying it works, right. that it doesn't work, because um, it does. Obviously, we've seen it. Right, we've seen results, yeah, and, like, legitimately, like, right. friends. <laughs> right. And it's great. Um, so it's not that. I'm just... With any diet, really, I don't like having to have a gimmick around getting your life correct. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just The one-size-fits-all is drives yeah. me nuts. Yeah, it's like, just do, you know, measure it out, do what works for you. Yeah. And just do that. Whatever you can maintain, Yeah. do that. Because no, you're not going to do keto for no. 20 years. Unless shouldn't. that's your thing. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't think you should. That's You know what I mean? I mean, there's research. I mean, it's, it's possible, but it's... I don't know, right? Like, yeah. you don't know. We don't really... It's, it's kind of newish, but your body can do it, right? right. You know? Like, it's... It, your body wouldn't have the, re- the ability to go into ketosis if it wasn't beneficial in some way. Right. You know? And I think it's useful... For me, I think understanding intermittent fasting is one of the biggest things. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Peter Tia, who I mentioned, he, he talked about it in a really smart way. And basically that a lot of the diseases we have nowadays because we have this overabundance of access to food mm-hmm. because when you when you eat food basically you have these enzymes in your your in your your gut and in your intestines and stuff that turn on and because they know there's food present so it's mm-hmm. like always looking for those things right but if you look at evolutionarily there were points in our ancestors' lives that they didn't have access to food, so those enzymes get switched off. Mm-hmm. But because they're always active in prolonged states, that leads to a lot more issues down the road. Right. So, like, effectively grazing all the time, like the bodybuilding diet where you're eating, like, six meals a day kind of thing, mm-hmm. that might not be the healthiest scenario in your in your in your life right. over long periods of time. Mm-hmm. I think what you really should look into is like, okay, on my lighter training days, I'm going to like limit to like three meals a day. And then my heavy days, let's add an extra meal in post-workout and they right. like add an extra carbs or whatever. But then right. on average, you try to like limit to like veggies and like a protein, like high, mm-hmm. high, maybe like a higher fat, like a steak or something like high quality though. Like, right. like quality over quantity is like mm-hmm. what I really go for in everything right. Right. <laughs> because you just really have to get this, this idea of like what you need to do isn't going to work for you maybe mm-hmm. right and like there's scientists out there who are doing like these home experiments like they're i think it's chris cresser oh, no rob wolf sorry so he he does like a whole bunch of diet experiments and he's like a he's a blog and things and he was he's an author and what he he does is he would he would do different diets and look at like glycemic response of like eating carby foods right so like he would eat a potato and the same serving for him and his wife and then they would measure their blood glucose post meal and so like his blood glucose would spike through the roof while his wife's would be totally normal oh wow you know. And so she can be like this really fast digester of carbs and not mm-hmm. have that, you know, glucose spike that right. you, is bad for you. Mm-hmm. 
Whereas he couldn't do that, right? And so that really just demystifies this whole thing of, like, people who go, you should have this mm -hmm. because it worked for me, yeah. you know? That's like saying, my grandmother smoked cigarettes all her life, and she doesn't have lung cancer, so it's fine for me to smoke cigarettes. Yeah. No. <laughs> Wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, everyone's different, you know, yeah. what it comes down to. And, and it kind of goes back to the healthcare stuff, right? Because yeah. you look at it this way, and you kind of, if you just think back to, like, what were our ancestors like? You know, mm -hmm. you know, if they're hunting, you got it like a full day of moving around, right. finding food, probably going to be tired by the end of that right. day because you don't even know how long it's been since they ate last. Right. Right. So if you just think about it logically that way, like it's OK not to eat. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I try not to overindulge. Yeah. You know I mean, just, mm -hmm. and I don't get I've never. Well, there was one point in time where I was like, okay, I'm going to be on a super strict diet. Mm -hmm. And it was cool. You know, I saw progress or results. But I've never, I've tried to be just like, let's be smart about it. You know what I mean? Like, just be smart about what you're eating and stuff. So, yeah, obviously I need a vegetable. Obviously you need fruits. See, veggies are hard for me, though, because there's not many I like. Right. Like, I so, just force them. Yeah, <laughs> you know I, mean? I usually do, too. Yeah. Bibby Bob is my favorite when it comes oh, to veggies, awesome. man. Cause I, what is it, the kale that they have? Yeah, oh, dude. So I just... So, <laughs> this... this uh, It's like a... It's Korean fusion, technically, is what mm -hmm. it's called. But basically, it's you go in, it's Chipotle style, where you get a bowl, like rice or lettuce, yeah. and then you get you pick your proteins, and then sprouts or something. But then they have, like, all the fermented veggies that yeah. come from that Asian culture, basically. Mm -hmm. It's so yeah. good, because so you're just like, give me some of that, 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 yeah. that, that. <laughs> you just like, all the fermented amazingness that right. you get out of vegetables and, like, it's all those multi... It's too. You don't feel... No. I don't feel like... No, I mean, I usually get the brown, uh, the purple rice there, too, mm -hmm. and I just... It's amazing. Because, yeah. like, that's the only really carbs I try to eat. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, if I go to Chipotle, I get, like, the black beans and... Oh, yeah, uh, rice. Nope. Yeah. People, side, people look at me like I'm insane, but I'm like, nah, I can't do a it. Lot of people, a lot of people do that. Alex I, that. It's important because, like, so black beans have become, like, my staple carb mm -hmm. if I'm not, like, working out. Like, when I go... When I have lunches, like, for, for my cheap meal of the day to try not spend money, I, I buy, like cans of chili it's Amy, oh, really? yeah Amy's back, black bean chili hmm. because basically the idea is that as a carb source beans are great for you mm -hmm. because they have the high fiber so that means it's it's a slow insulin or a slow glucose response in your body when you eat it since right. it slows down how your body digests it mm -hmm. and so it's just a better it's just a better fuel source right. for that because because then if you because when people usually switch from a from a high carb to a lower carb diet they're just cutting out bread altogether. And right. so they feel sluggish and things like that because right. their body is so used to being glucose adapted, basically, mm -hmm. that you're, you're just like, I feel like I'm going to die because right. you, you have no energy. So, so yeah. if you switch to, like, black beans instead of, like, you know, bread or something or pasta, mm -hmm. like, you, you wind up keeping higher energy levels that way. And then you feel satiated over time longer <laughs> because it's taking longer for your body to digest right. it. Yeah. And it just – I just like it because you can make it so much with chili. Oh, yeah. You me. know? Yeah. Like, you just – you just make I make it in the microwave real quick and then mm -hmm. I usually bring like I have like chicken or something and I'm right. like chop make that chop real quick chop it throw it in and I'm like yeah. cool and now I got like a full meal yeah, yeah. you know sure. like just for a cheap simple and it tastes good or you like if you wanted to throw Tabasco sauce to make it like yeah, taste <laughs> yeah like whatever you wanted to do it's really yeah. simple yeah that is true I actually don't know that about black beans yeah um, but that's beans true. are amazing and there's yeah. actually some new ones where you can like find like black bean pasta where it's like made really? out of yeah Hmm. It looks a little weird color-wise, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can't picture that. <laughs> it's like slightly brownish looking. You're like, right. mm. there's like some green ones too, and I'm like, why? That's like made out of kale or something. I don't know. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, seen that. that's actually it. But I, I've been I've been buying that, and it, it's it's been 
it's been nice to be able to know. Like, I, I posted on my Instagram a while ago where it's kind of like, we're so, like, spoiled when it comes to food, especially around here. Like, we got so many restaurants. Yeah. And so, like, the way I see it is, like, you got to be able to take yourself out of out of your, like, comfort. Mm-hmm. You know? Because I can go to Chipotle and be like, damn, this is a bomb-ass meal, right? Mm-hmm. Every day. But that's $8 a day. Right. Right? Granted, that's really not that expensive. But for, right. if you do that every day, like, it adds then, up real yeah, quick. Yeah. <laughs> But so for me, it's like, okay, let's let me do this as an exercise in can I live with the minimal? Right. Right. And it's it's stoic in its thinking. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, can you be a beggar? You know, kind of thing. Like, (laughs) can you be satiated on having something simple and it's bland? Mm -hmm. Many people would say and and really appreciate it. And I think it's really important to be able to do that. Because yeah. you, you proved to yourself that, hey, if everything went to shit tomorrow, right. you could figure it out. Right. And, and you, like, you wouldn't be like, oh, but, but I can't have, like, you know, my favorite food all day. Like, depri- like self-depriving in some yeah. ways, it, it strengthens some sort of internal resolve to be more appreciative of the things you do get to enjoy. Like, yeah. like say, like, I think one of the cool things would be, like, you, you had, like, really simple meals mm-hmm. leading up, like, the week before Thanksgiving. Right. You know? And then so when Thanksgiving yeah. hits, bam. Yeah. You have, like, this really amazing dinner. Like, damn, I just love food right now. And, like, I get to spend it with my family. And, you know, it makes it that much. Right. It makes it more, like, enjoyable because you're not always eating eating great food. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's even just with life in itself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a simple experiment, but it applies to so many different things. Yeah. And more so than food, I kind of try not to worry. I mean, I probably should focus on my diet more so than I do. I've kind of been... Mm -hmm. I'll say I've kind of been blessed with the good genes where, like, yeah. I don't, I have to work to gain weight. Right. Like, when I say I have yeah. to work, <laughs> Your metabolism is ridiculously yeah, fast yeah. is what it winds up being. Yeah. When I tried to hit my mark, I was going for 225. Mm-hmm. I got to 220, didn't get 225. But when I was trying to work for that, I had to work. You know what I mean? I had to work. I yeah. was eating, like, 3,800 calories a day. Oh, my and Lord. I was like, dude, this is annoying. Like, I don't want to do that. You yeah. Know what I mean? So, <laughs> I hit it, and then I got to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm just kind of, I'm going to relax. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to eat what I want when I want but mm-hmm. at the same time I'm not going to be crazy either right. you know what I mean so I'm not going to eat a pizza every day of the week right. but if I want a pizza and it's there I'm going to have it yeah. that type thing so. yeah for me it's like 80-20 right. again yeah. it's 80% of the time you're great like yeah. you're on point you're eating healthy you're eating clean yeah. 20% of the time whatever yeah, just, like, yeah. coolness right <laughs> exactly <laughs> <Just like you're laughs> yeah it's crazy I want to go back already and I just I had it like yeah. the other day <laughs> I'm, I'm about to have one of my buddies from, uh, from NIU down here not next weekend, the weekend after, oh, before we're... Bring him up there? Yeah, he'll, he'll probably come down here on podcast. I'm like, hey, do you want to go Kumas while you're out here? Yeah. You know? Yeah, he, I feel like you... If you're here... You I know. feel like that's part of, like, the thing. It's, like, yeah. it's like turning into, like, a tradition now. It's, like, mm-hmm. anyone who's not from around here, yeah. bring them to, like, the places that are, like, yeah. legit yeah, go so go they go can go. experience it kind of thing. Kata, oh, my God, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so cool, like, like just meeting all the people that I've been meeting and, like, building this network of, like, people now and just... Hearing stories and stuff and yeah. sharing it with more people is so much fun. Right. For, it's, it's, it adds a layer of, like, entry <laughs> right. to yourself, yeah. even though they're not your stories. You have so much more to talk about. Yeah, yeah. You know? It just makes it interesting. Because, like, like I, it's like, oh, yeah, that thing reminds you of, like, this guy I talked to, like, you know? Yeah, it's like the six degrees of separation. Thing, right. And it's like it... I mean, it's even more fun, too, like, to talk to you guys. Like, I've known you guys for so long, and, like, right. so much of our stories are, like, intertwined and things yeah, like that. But exactly. And, like, we've definitely had, obviously, we wouldn't be able to do this if we didn't have deep conversations on a regular right. basis. Right, but, like, right. like we, we've been able to have these stories that are uniquely our own at the same time, but also, like, really intertwined. And being right. able to share it is so much fun 
for myself, but it's like it makes it like putting it out in the world, mm-hmm. right? Because you know, growing up, we never really had a like a click, right? Nah. You know, like you could put like in high school, it's really easy to see the buckets, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. of where, where people belong or whatever, mm-hmm. and like we never like we've kind of just been able to just move in and out of buckets yeah. so to speak and never really had a yeah. a home you know where yeah. there's a collection of misfits right. what, what i thought of our what our like group as is it's really a tribe one, at this point yeah, like yeah. legitimately it really is and it's grown which is awesome but i know i love it what i what i found the coolest for a long time even before i really knew what i was thinking i was like we're all so different yeah in our own but together it's like we click really well yeah and to me i was like okay so the reason why we've never been able to say like oh this is like who we are right who all oh, this is a group we fit into it was never that it's because we're pretty for the most part we're all pretty fluid when it comes yeah to that. we can move in and out of different things and scenarios right and like get by yeah seamlessly you know what i mean and i found that interesting you know it's super super interesting if you really think about like how yeah. each of us do something different yeah um but we all still have this like strange thing in common. Yeah, we just have this strings of things. Like yeah. I, I always tell people is like when uh, when I interviewed Johnny, like that was the first conversation I really had with him, like one on one. Right. And it was like, damn, like there's something with our group that brings us all together, mm-hmm. that we are all like on the same wavelength with ideology, like how right. we operate in the world is the same. And I was right. like. What the f- like this is freaking weird because yeah. like I never like we you know we he didn't go to school with us or anything like that mm-hmm. but like he just got it like mm-hmm. there's just something about how he operated just fit right within yeah, our group right. and I was like yeah. that's so weird right because right? it just makes sense you're like damn no no wonder he just works because yeah. he just he's like he gets it like right. yeah you know and then we're able to share that with the world in right. some way and hopefully that just resonates with more people and I I, I find that to be fascinating yeah there's something about like a mindset right there's yeah. a, it's a contagious thing it really is yeah. <laughs> or it's not even contagious it's like you got it or you don't yeah no i, th- I think it maybe it could be contagious I think, I think it is because i think people i don't want to sound like pretentious or anything, no but, like people who come around us i think they uh they generally enjoy the time they have you know what I mean? yeah and great especially when we start talking about things that not all people really discuss you right know, when we get into, like, well yeah like when joe's here and he doesn't shut up about psychology and it's like dude it's so dumb. like he said something to dante dante when dante was uh he was coming to visit us from california yeah and his kids were flying for the first time dante's like oh, I'm, I'm curious to see how this is and joe in the group text was like oh try this experiment where what he's what was it he said something he's like trying not to look scared while your yeah, kids are on the plane like, because they'll they'll imprint that image yeah, and... and i'm like joe shut up <laughs> i think you put like the crying emoji yeah. like really Joe? Yeah, I was like, come on, dude. You know what I mean? Like, you had to go there. But at the same time, it's dope. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? Like, that's a thing. I love that stuff, man. You don't see that everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it was funny, like, when we used to, before we started doing all these podcast things, it's like, oh, man, Winslow and Joe are going to be here. There's going to be a deep conversation that's going to happen. You're like, fuck. Yeah, but I see, no, I was like, damn, I want that. Well, yeah, I know. Especially when I was at Western, I didn't really get through at the school, it was very just, you know... Surface you know, level. Yeah, you know what I mean? School. Right. Because you had... You know, I made a lot of really good friends there, but for the most right. part, it's people who are like, I'll probably never talk to you again. You know, <laughs> that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You mean, you can only yeah. be close with so many people. Right. Um, I mean, you got a limit. <laughs> yeah, so it's like nothing, you know... No. I mean, if I see him, hey, what's up, how are you? Catch up, right. have a drink, or, you know, hang out. But it's not some, like, a very close... Yeah. You know, close to my heart type thing. I did meet a lot of great friends from there, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but for you know when i would come home or like you guys would come out whatever right. whatever it was i would like really crave those conversations yeah. you know what i mean because i was like i do a lot of thinking on my own right kind of like just trying to put stuff together 
and it's weird. I'm starting to get into the like podcast and like doing more research stuff. Yeah, to like back my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we did that book book thing, by the way. Oh, we still got to do. I was going to talk to you about that yeah. after. We can do that after. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I was thinking about it right <laughs> then, but um, yeah. So that that was part. Yeah, of that thought when I wanted to get into the more research thing. That's why yeah. I asked you guys like, "Hey, we should do this book thing." Yeah, um, I mean, honestly, just like there's something about books, right? Like, yeah. just doing your own exploration into things. Like, even if it's not just books. Like, you can find real good blogs out there that are really well documented right. now. And, like, if you just give yourself an okay to be like, I don't know shit about this, but I'm going to just try and figure out something. Mm-hmm. You wind up finding out way more. Right. Like, even if you just scratch the surface, you become way more educated. And right. it's way better than spending your time on Facebook or Twitter. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. you just, you know, just wherever the rabbit hole leads you kind of thing. Yeah. And, you, you know, like, the way I talk about sleep and stuff is like, how the fuck did I get there? I don't know, but it's really interesting. It happened, you know, yeah. Started from the health thing. It's yeah. Like, it just, slow plotting. Transition. Yeah. It, I mean? it just all connects to itself. And that's kind of been my thing. It's just kind of like, how is the, how is everything you do in your life connected in some way? Yeah. You know? And how does it all work? as a system I'm very engineer if you haven't known yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> but like <laughs> but like it's, it's weird though cause like you know for me too is like I don't like to be that like hyper theoretical person mm-hmm. I like to be applied I like to be able to be like alright so we can talk about the science that's way above your, our pay grades mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say I'm a genius mm-hmm. but I wanna be able to take it down to a level that's like here right you know like and I'm like using hands it's like middle right, right. now and yeah. so like be able to apply it so that you know, almost everybody can understand it. Right. Like, if you got basic understanding of health and nutrition, be like, here's what you could do, and right. it'll help you. Right. And that's, like, kind of, like, my thing. is just, yeah. like, how, okay, I'm going to spend all this time absorbing all this information that's super above everybody, mm-hmm. and how do I, like, regurgitate that in a way that it makes it accessible yeah. to everybody yeah. else? Because if you, a lot of times, if you do that, you talk over people, and they yeah. lose them. You know, like, you see those people who are, like, super smart, mm-hmm. and they're just so, like, they're so above and beyond the beginner level at that yeah. point that they just can't bring it back down, yeah. you know? And it makes them uninteresting. Yeah, honestly. because, like, you're talking past me, yeah, or you're, like, ta- you're not talking at, you're not with me anymore right. you're just telling me something yeah, right it's so important a lot of times i don't i can't say i specifically saw that in my classes but i've heard this a lot yeah um professors who because a lot of times college professors most times they're not teachers they're just experts in their field right they don't and they have to teach, teach a class because it's part of their contract or whatever exactly. it is exactly so what they end up doing is teaching over the education of the class like talking over them mm-hmm. and the class is like dude what the f- yeah like, what, like we don't <laughs> get you and they turn out to be really really crappy educators mm-hmm. you know what i mean right that that sucks i mean that's one of the things i think needs to be yeah changed i agree 100 percent education system that's why i think podcasts are amazing man yeah because you just list like you just become a sponge for information yeah. and, the, and usually <laughs> what i've seen is more than not the people who like on the Joe Rogan podcast mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and even people that you've, you know, interviewed, interviewed yeah, um, they have a desire to um, share what they yeah. experience. So they they come off more like they're more involved because they're interested yeah. in what they say and they're animated about it. Because yeah. when you when you have people doing subjects like in a lecture hall classroom mm-hmm. they've done it for years and it becomes dry you know yeah, it's kind of like back to what we said yeah it saying. goes back to the thing of like working in retail for yeah. years that yeah. that spark goes away the right. interest goes away well, because it's just it's just deadening right because mm-hmm. you've done it too many times right. it's not fresh it's not new you don't have the awe in your eyes right, right? and i think i mean it's actually re- just reminding me it's like that's what was the difference for me like when i started out at harper college mm-hmm. and my associates the professors who taught had that 
love that love for the material that when you when you have someone who's animated in front of you and like mm-hmm. this is why this is amazing and they have right. that sparkle in their eyes and they yeah. get animated like like isn't it beautiful how the math just you know yeah. the math falls out of the science and stuff right. like that and you're like Oh my god like, Yeah they can talk about The most boring thing But somehow it's interesting Yeah but you're like Oh man Because, because their you know, Their <laughs> excitement Makes you excited like, Yeah kind of like, um, like the person Who lights up a room They walk in And they're yeah. smiling And they're laughing That any I feel like human behavior And stuff like that Is contagious Right So someone comes in You know the complainer Someone comes in and says, yes. Oh man today sucks and Who's down like, And yeah. always like a cloud Is over him yeah, Kind of thing Yeah I'm like dude Stop, you know, yeah. like just like you know what I mean. You you try to bring them up, but I right. feel like it does more to bring you down, and you can take that same yeah. thing and put it in the class. Emotions are contagious. Yeah, very. <laughs> so when you try to, so when you're going into class and you're already like, all right, like this is just a segue to get to where I want to mm-hmm. be. No, I mean, I don't think many people are like, I can't wait to go to class today because this is what I want right. to do the rest of my life. No, it's like I want to get. Some people are like I want to get to class because I love learning what I'm doing, so I can yeah. do what I want to right. do, not the class itself. So you're already going there, and then it gets to the point you're in the middle of the semester, and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, the slog begins kind of thing. Yeah, you're tired because you're working or whatever. And then your teacher doesn't care or your professor, and it it sucks, you know? But then you get that guy who's like, now this is really cool, you know, and he's super into it, and you're like, oh, man, that is really cool. (laughs) Yeah. talking about rocks or, you know, I mean, mean, if you're in that type of class. Yeah, whatever whatever he could be talking about. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's awesome how that, like... It works. It's that little bit of effort that yeah. goes a long way. Yeah. And, like, especially to, I guess for me, like, one of the big things is making it practical. Mm-hmm. Not even just practical, but, like, okay, you're learning something in a textbook, right? Say it's, like, psychology or something, right? Mm-hmm. But you could, like, read the words on a page and, like, memorize key terms, whatever. Right. Like, this is a type of the brain or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, once you, like, if you're able to extrapolate that out and be, like, here's a real study... Right. And, like, give an excerpt to make it, like, a story of, like, how this is applied. Right. And get, like, because for me, I think the, the ability to capture things in story form make it right. that much more, like, engaging right. for a reader or a listener. Because, like, I get really into things when I get to know the stories of things. Right. Like, like the reason I, like, really enjoy Athletic Greens is I've listened to a podcast with the founder of Athletic Greens. Well, he told the story about And he told how he got into it and all that right. stuff. And for me, then I'm like, oh... Well, no shit. Like, right. he really believes in the product. Like, he, he's, you know, there's part of his soul in this thing, right? right? It's not just, oh, it's a thing you buy and it costs this X amount of dollars. Mm-hmm. It really has a meaning behind it, right? right? And I think if you kind of attach, it's not misattaching or overattaching meaning, but mm-hmm. it's just like attaching a story to anything. And that's why I called this podcast getting the stories out of people right because right? right. a lot of times it's, it's really easy to see like your ex mm-hmm. you know you're who you are in front of me mm-hmm. but you don't see everything that's your experience mm-hmm. to get you to where you are right now exactly right? you don't see what makes a person that. right yeah. like you, you see the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world you mm-hmm. see Jeff Bezos you see Elon Musk right but you see them for what they are in this moment. Right. It's hyper successful people. Right. But you don't see everything that it took, all the late nights, mm-hmm. the stressed out shit right. that got them to who they are and today. Everything they were dealing right. with, the human things that they were dealing right. with. Right. Because they're still all human. Yeah. You know? And you kind of, you look at them and you forget that. It's weird. Yeah. It's, very weird. it's really interesting, yeah. right? Because they look larger than life. Right. <laughs> so really, you can meet them. Like, so say someone never knew who Elon was. Right. You know, which I'm sure there are people out there. Easily. Not that surprising. Yeah. Think that. There's seven billion of us. Yeah. So say they run into him and have a you know completely normal conversation, Mm -hmm. and then a week later figure out who it was, and then all of a sudden it's like, wait, that was that? Yeah. Yeah. He's still a dude. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, still a guy. Now he's 
you know, mastered what he's doing. Right. You know what I mean? So he's, you know, at the top of his class. Right, exactly. So there's a lot of... Uh, I don't know if I'd say mystique, but there's a lot of... It is a kind of a mystique yeah. in some way. Because it's like... Because they become... They become, like, attached to what they've created. Right. You know? they. Right. You know, you think Jeff Bezos, you think Amazon, multi, whatever. Like, yeah. But at the end yeah, of the day, he's still a dad. Right? Yeah, something like that. Well, I don't know if he's a trillionaire, but... Well, one day we'll have a Jamie and we'll be able to pull that shit up. Let's <laughs> 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 find this out. <laughs> we'll be like Young Nick or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh like yeah like t- so for me it's like being able to capture the stories of who people are and the, the other thing too is just like struggles yeah because we all like when you see people who are successful you're like damn they got it all made right mm-hmm. but then you see like this is kind of going back again to the depression episode we had where yeah. where you see the people who have all the signatures of having it made but then shit happens and they take their yeah. own life and i my heart goes out to those people because yeah. i'm like by all stretches of you know, society, you should have had it made. Yeah. Right? Right. But at the end of the day, you needed help so badly and didn't have an outlet for it. Right. That your only option was to end it. Right. And I just, like, that's fucked up. Right. And it, like, hurts. Yeah, it is. It's hard to see. And so since, um, you know, the career path, I was kind of a lot of times choosing to go down, not thinking I'd ever be necessarily like a Kanye West level. That wasn't right. Kind of, yeah. I mean, not that I was against that, but in a realistical sense, I was you're like, just being I, honest with yourself. Yeah, and I just I love you know the music and the mm-hmm. writing stuff. I love it so much that I just want to be able to do it for a living. I don't care to be that. You know, right? And that wasn't even a realistic like oh, I'm going to be that. You know, what I mean, so just to put that out there, but right. You know, since I was like in a similar field as some of those people, um, it. I was I felt more connected to it, and so a lot of people are like, "Oh, they have all this money," you know what I mean? Because they're so <laughs> far removed from it. They're yeah, like, they have yeah. all this money. Why they said they're da da They shouldn't be said. But I'm like, dude, imagine it this way. Picture this. You know what I mean? Have you ever? Everyone's had this a very just crappy day. Like everything mm-hmm. sucks. You know what I mean? You have that. You know I'm a wild human. Or something's going on. Say someone passes away, something like that. Right. You're yeah. Having a hard day, but you still got to get up and go to work. Yeah, you still got to perform, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, how hard is it to put on a face all day? You know what I mean? And try mm-hmm. to act like everything's fine and get through your day. Because you have to do what you, right. you can't... I mean, I just... I, before we recorded, I was just telling you how it was for me yeah. and why I've made some of these kind of drastic shifts in my life because, right. you know, that shit was going to bring me down exactly. in some way, right? And I... I think, yeah, like, that's super important. Yeah, it is. Now, and say you do that every day, right? Is that what yeah, you're getting at? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to do that every day, and people are always watching you, and you always have to put on a face, mm-hmm. and then you kind of push the stuff deeper. Yeah. People do this even not even in that gram of, like, celebrity game. People do this. Everybody does this. You know I mean? Guaranteed. Push, yeah, they push it away so far and don't ever deal with it that it's, like, it just, like, messes you, like, at your core. messes yeah. with you at your core, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, very sad, and you can, and I try to, Pick, like see that in people like now yeah. now that I'm getting mature and I'm like kind of more I have so much more thing, empathy but... for people exactly you know yeah. I, I for me it's it's part of it is because of this podcast mm-hmm. because it's like the lost art of conversation I feel like I'm spoiled in some way because right. I get to have the, because <laughs> yeah. I get to have these really deep things mm-hmm. with people like it's you know it's the, the podcast will be out by then but it's the with Dr. Greenberg mm-hmm. he has this thing called the way he views intimacy, right? And so when he says it, he's like, you know, guys think right away it's about sex. Mm-hmm. But it's not that. Right. So it's a different version of intimacy. What it means, he broke it down in the root words. In to me, see. Intimacy. 
that's cool. Right? And yeah. so, so that's what, basically, it's being present with another person. And that's what these podcasts are, right? Right. You're letting other people see into you. Right. And it's 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 happening with me and you. Right. It's happening with anyone listening to this right now. Right. And through all of these. Right. You know, and like little by little, it's not really about me. It's about the person on the other side mm-hmm. who's I, who's part of it with me. Right. But little bits and pieces of me are coming out of this thing. Right. And it's really interesting, right? Because it's this form of communication that hasn't really... You know, like, even though we're more connected than ever, mm-hmm. getting to know someone is so much harder now. Yeah, everything's surface level. Right. Very surface level. So, what? it's really, that's why I keep saying every time I talk about it, I'm like, dude, what you're doing is really cool <laughs> because, like, you're getting to know people more than most people know people in, in what, like, two hours top? Yeah, you know what I mean? around and, there. Yeah, it's, and it's... I would record all day because, right. like, not having a phone... Like, right. I don't look at my phone when this is... Like, when I had Dante on here, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so weird. Like, we got into it, and, he, like, he's just in there. I'm like, hey, dude, that was about an hour. He's like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> like it's like right. when you lock in and you put these headphones on or you just hit that record button, it's like something magical happens. Yeah. And, and people don't realize. Like, I know I'm, like, quoting Rogan because he said shit like this before. <laughs> right. And I always quote a different podcast and a podcast, and I should stop it. <laughs> no, dude, don't stop it. That's what... <laughs> I mean, you, it's, you enjoy them, it's kind of my thing, know, though. Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm a podcaster who loves podcasts, so yeah, I'm going to talk about podcasts. It. It. I know it's my kind of thing, but yeah. like, it's just like, <laughs> it, to me, it's just like you get this thing that's like it's so different than like 90% of our communication. Like I hate texting, dude. Like I hate yeah. it. Like, it, like I, it's a necessity, mm. right? Like it's great for just be like, all right, let's do this at this time, mm. whenever. Or like, hey, you're going to be on doing something or like, are you going to go to the gym? Or want to grab food, whatever. Right, right. But like to have communication, you know, like when you're yeah. dating someone or whatever, and you're like constantly texting all day, every day about useless bullshit. Like I get it, it happens, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't happen because then a lot of times what happens is all that nuance is gone, mm-hmm. and then you wind up getting in an argument about nothing. Yeah. Because like someone got upset because you like yeah. yeah, you know, and and it's one of those weird things like going back to the science is like. If you look at communication as a medium for people, um, writing is probably the best we have besides talking, right? Right For getting an opinion across or basically downloading my thoughts to another person. Right. And when you think of it, the form of communication as it's evolved, right, we've gone backwards with texting communication because yep. we have shorthand. less – yeah, we have everything is shorthand. You have less nuance because there's no you know, verbal cues, no emotions. There's no – subtleties to the communication right right? like there's kind of a little bit with emojis i was gonna say emojis (laughs) a little bit but it's not like certain things mean different things to different cultures right if you think about it so it's hard to to kind of it's like hieroglyphics basically right (laughs) (laughs) and so when you think about it that way it's like we haven't really evolved communication beyond writing Right. And just talking, right? right? And so that's where things like weird technology that's coming forward is like Neuralink, which is uh, it's technically called brain-machine interfaces where things are going to get funky. Oh, and we're not going to go in that space right now because yeah. I don't have any sort of way to articulate it effectively. But yeah, it's, it's going to get weird if that actually does become a thing where basically we can talk telepathically to each other. My, that is so basically, oh, this, heard, you know, Basically, like our that. thoughts, could, we could have a conversation via thoughts. Yeah, I've actually, you know? I actually have heard about that. I feel like uh, we've talked about it before at some yeah, point. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I've heard about it somewhere, but... I it gets like, real weird, though. I don't like that. It, it gets like real that, funky. Yeah, I feel like your thoughts should be private. Right. Not that they should be... 
you know, not that they have to be, but I mean, just so I don't know if this is how it works. But imagine if this is how it works. It's like I mean, it's all a thought experiment right now because it doesn't exist yet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> imagine okay, thirty years, it is, it's there. Yeah. You know I mean? And everyone can hear what you're thinking at all times. Yeah. Oh, that would be exhausting. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, you know, yeah. In my experience now, serving a table and this guy's annoying, and I'm like, you piece of. And he's like, what? And I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> Yeah, you like yeah. you son of a bitch. Yeah, you know, like we're arguing in our heads. You know, we're smiling because we forgot that. Can you imagine if, like you, if you could hear Herrera's thoughts? Be <laughs> crickets. No, this we, I had to bring it up. Yeah, okay. I, I like messing with the kid. That's the whole point. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're comedians when we come to our friend group. Yeah, we no. just roast each other constantly. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Man, awesome kid though. Yeah, but um, yeah, just. It, Communic- so I was going to go back to the texting thing. Yeah. Um, especially in, like, really any sense, but, like, I feel like it's really relatable in a relationship sense. Mm-hmm. So early on in relationships, say, like, you kind of don't really know someone. But right. you're kind of working towards that, and the only way you're talking is texting. Yeah. And then you finally hang out, and it's awkward. Yeah. But you can text all day. Yeah. That speaks a lot. Right. To how bad texting is communicated. Yeah, exactly. Because you can't tell. You really yeah. can't. Yeah. And, it, you know, part of it for me is, like, you have to really ask questions. Mm-hmm. Like, good questions. And that's part of the podcasting thing for me, too, yeah. is, like, learning how to ask questions. Yeah. And it, it's kind of one of those things you can kind of test out questions. Yeah. When you're, communi- like, texting to people. Because you right. can kind of guess what people are going to get interested in a little bit. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, like, one of the best questions I actually ran into lately is, is if you ask anyone... Like, say you don't know what to talk. Like, you're like, you know, a lot of people who get nervous about talking to people or whatever, it's like, I don't know what to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a cop out. Right. I, I'm guilty as charged, yeah. for sure. 100%. I mean, corner, you know how shy I was, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you had to, like, pull teeth <laughs> to me yeah. to get to talk to anybody. Yeah. But, like, if you just ask, um, what are you most excited about right now? Mm-hmm. That is, like, opens a floodgate yeah. of opportunity. Because that person immediately is like, oh, shit. Right. Like, right? Because yeah. I just said that to you. What, like, you probably had, like, a dozen things pop into your head. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, dumb. And then you think about it. I mean, you're making it about them. You know right. I mean, you're making it about that person. Absolutely. So they're, they're like, oh, man. But, yeah. that Actually, I never even thought of that. But that is a great question to ask people. <laughs> you know what I mean? It gets you instantly. Yeah. Even just saying it, it gets you instantly. Be like, oh, what am I most excited about? And then you're like, oh, that's cool. Like, yeah. You talking. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> but like, the magic of questions, man, and yeah. just it, you're, and part of it too, I think, is is being vulnerable yourself. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are afraid to be like, I'm nervous, mm-hmm. right? And, and and you know, we try to cover up the things that we aren't sure about, right? right? You know, things where you're working on yourself. You're like, well, I gotta I gotta make sure I got it figured out before I want to say. X, right. right? Yeah. And, like, when you give yourself the okay and be like, well, I'm really nervous about this thing. I don't really know how it would look to do this. Or, or like, you know, you know, in a podcasting sense, like, I was really nervous about this interview. So, like, you, you yeah. know, yeah. stuff like that. Like, even if you say it, with like, pre-recording or something, mm-hmm. I think if you just do that, it, like, primes the other person to be like, oh, you know, yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, it, do- it does. But I feel like. So everyone has their walls up. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, obviously, you couldn't see me, but when you said when you said, "Oh, people, are like, oh, well, I, it's not ready" or something like, yeah, instantly made me think to music. And <laughs> I can't tell you how many times just meeting <clears throat> new artists and musicians and just talking about music, and then it gets eventually to the wall. You're talking to well, yeah, but <laughs> if you're talking to another musician, eventually it gets to the point where, well, what are you working on? It always right. can't escape it. It just you know goes what there. What are you working on? And every artist I've met now, some have stuff they're working on. I'm like, oh. 
the stuff they're most excited to show you is the stuff that's like done. Yeah, right. Like, like this is ready to put out. But every single time, like they get to more. Oh, well, what else you got? Oh, uh, well, you know, it's not really done yet. It's really bad. It's what you know, and that always comes <laughs> up. And I'm like, and I try to tell them, like, yo, just you know what I mean. If I'm yeah. with you, I respect you as an artist. Even if right. I don't know you, I am so into music that I try to respect everyone's skill set. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I tell yeah. them, I'm like, yo, man, don't be nervous. Just it is what it is. Right. You know what I mean. And then if it, if it needs critique, it needs critique. If it doesn't, but that's mm-hmm. part of you, you're expressing yourself. Well, I think it's part of the process, too. Yeah. Like, because I think if you, like, I, it's okay to be like, it's not ready yet. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to say that. Right. But then still show it in the form that is in. Because right. I think, you know, like, part of the other side of the, 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 you know, feeding curiosity for me is getting a better, being a better writer. Right. Because I, I as a person, I'm good technically, but I want to just be able to write for myself to be able to articulate in a different way right it's it's a whole different skill set right and it's something that I know I'm not great at but I want to get better you know me I have my whole whole version of writing (laughs) I I leave words out because my brain's too fast (laughs) and I've been really working on it and I think it's important that you try to do those things you know being a well-rounded person right I have noticed it too just to throw that out there and like well, yesterday I like so yesterday I, I was at work and stuff, and I was working on things, and I and I had like a, a focus mode basically like for most day, and I, I finished an article I was working on, on on meditation. So sneak peek if it's not already up by the time this goes live, but I worked on it and I worked on it, but it's like such a different topic that I've ever talked about, and it's mm-hmm. more like story and feeling oriented because you know writing about something like that is hard. Yeah, you know, and I'm. And I knew it as I was writing, and I was like, man, this is really wordy and things like that. And I'm like, I'm like I could work on it, but I just don't – I need someone – I knew I needed someone else to look at it that wasn't right. as close to it as me because it's really – it's not personal. Like, it's still – it's personal, but it's also like I really wanted – I think it's important for mm-hmm. – because if there's anyone else out there like me, I think you would get value out of it. Kind of what right. the conversation we had before right, right. about meditation mm-hmm. recorded, it would just give you people value in a different perspective to try and break down that wall right. to stepping – like, even just putting a baby toe into this mm-hmm. world of meditation. Right. You know, and so I sent it to Joe. Like, I sent Joe a text, and I'm like, hey, Joe, can you look at my article? He's like, yeah, dude. Right. Send it over. And he, like, looked it over, and I have it up on my computer over there right now. And right. It's, <laughs> he's got all the edits on there and stuff, and he's, like, really giving really good feedback for me to be able to kind of hammer it home, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, I have, like, my own process now trying getting really better at writing, and a lot of it, you know, it's really similar to music process of writing music, yeah. right, where you're trying to – to show, not tell, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and cut the fat because you yeah. get really wordy. Like mm-hmm. I've noticed, like you, you want to use like words like totally and really or mm-hmm. so and just. And yeah. I'm trying to like, you like you don't need those words. Yeah, yeah. Want to cut those out? You yeah. don't need like they sound good mm-hmm. as like a conversational thing. Mm-hmm. And when you write them the first time, you're like, oh, that's just adds an. It's just. Trim yeah. the fat, right? Yeah, like where can I cut out to make get to the point? Yeah, tomorrow, you just you, know you just need to like say short, simple, and to the point kind yeah. of thing. And you know, it's been a weird process to be like a person who, you know, on on one end, I'm like, no one is giving me these things to do. I'm just like, this is something I'm I believe has value. Yeah, you know, passion, yeah, and it, you know, you, and I think I can just help people, right? Like like the like the part of it for me is like these things. At the end of the day, you know, there's so much negativity in the world, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, screw all that shit. Like, like you could, you can wake up every morning and be like, fuck, the world's gonna go to shit, right? Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, right? I'm not gonna say specific, but there's, right. you probably thought of five different yeah. reasons why it's going to shit right now. But like, at the end of the day, 
there's so much good going on that just gets overshadowed by everything else yeah, that really you choose with what you want to choose to remember, right? right exactly. You know, and you could look at the grand global or country level shit, or you can look at the things that you can do to improve your own life and maybe not even your own life, but say you make someone else's day, mm-hmm. you know, right. just by doing a simple thing. Like, actually, this is a random story. So I went to Chipotle by us over by the, the movie theater. Okay. And I got out of my car, and I, by the curb, I saw this wallet. And I was like, oh, shit. So I picked it up, and I'm like, open it up, look for the, the guy's driver's license or something. And I was like, fuck, how do I, like, get this guy's license back, right? right. Like, I could have stole the money out of it yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But I was like, damn, that sucks. So I put it in my car, and I got my food, and I came back to my car. I'm like, hmm. And I was like, shit, we have Facebook. And so oh, I, I, I looked up his thing on Facebook, sent him a Facebook message, and it said, Hey, dude, I left your wallet at the Chipotle over here, right. and, and you can go come pick it up whenever you need it. All, all the response I got was, Thanks, dude. Thanks so much. I was like... <laughs> Damn, dude, technology's fucking dope, yeah. right? I, I never met this cute kid. I didn't need to meet him, right. but I just left it because he knows where he was. was. Right. And now he's got his wallet back, right. you know? He doesn't got to get a new license or whatever. And right. like, he made his day. Right, yeah. you know? And there's a quote I just listened to, or a, a quote from a podcast I just listened to, is, is uh, you, you, the philosophy is like, it's like I try to be the, mo- the best part of someone's day right. every day. I like that. It's fucking dope. I like that. It's so elegant and simple. Yeah. You know, it like, is. like one of the things I've noticed is like when you like walk around campus or something, mm-hmm. you know, you pass by a lot of people you don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are just staring straight ahead, blank expression, probably right. a little, they looked a little pissed off, maybe mm-hmm. whatever. But if you kind of like make eye contact with them and smile, right. you break through to people. Mm-hmm. Right. Or if it is not at someone, right. you yeah, know, I remember that too. Y- especially if you're on the same schedule. You know what I mean? Right. Next time they see you, they're the one smiling at yeah, you. Yeah. Like, you, you know, try to make that little bit of connection and just like, hey. You know, yeah. like have a good day or whatever. Like, right. I get, you know, I don't know why. It's something with the podcast that kind of is making me this kind of way where yeah. it's like I'm more empathetic toward people because I hear all these stories. And I'm like, you know, you're, you're probably just like me dealing with the same shit. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? How many similarities? Right. And speaking of similarities, that's one thing I think we all have in common that some people don't, but that we genuinely want to help people in one way yeah. or another not yeah. all the same I mean there's always a, there's so many ways man yeah so it's, it's <laughs> endless you know what I mean it's right endless. and that's what that's what sucks about the people who don't but we won't go down that rabbit hole but yeah. because you can in the smallest way you can do you anything know, you know help someone help out. A, hold open a door yeah like yeah. and so you know personally what I've been doing now is like I've been really engaging in conversation with people I probably otherwise wouldn't have mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've noticed that too. Yeah, I just try to talk to people and just not even maybe it may be small talk, quote unquote. Right. But I try to make it a little more than that. I try, mm-hmm. you know, I, like I try to avoid talking about the weather. That's such. That's, who cares? <laughs> you know what I mean? We know what it is. We had to come outside to get to where we are. You know what I mean? So like, I try mm-hmm. to avoid stuff like that because it's so just doesn't matter. Right. I mean, um, <laughs> that's yeah. part of the internet to me. Is like yeah. how much of it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, it's like just cut, ex- like cutting out the fat. Yeah, it's like exactly. Thing, but I'm like real interaction. So, um, and I'm using. I'm, so I'm partly. I'm, I'm weird. The way I work in my head is I'm partly doing this because I want to be able to connect with different people. So when mm-hmm. I'm writing the script, I have a bigger yeah. outlook on how things work. I mean, that's fair. One hundred percent fair. More. It's like research. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> and then I want to better myself as a person. Mm-hmm. So like at the Bears game. Yesterday, the whole time, you know, Alex and Hersin and Jesus are sitting here, and the whole time I'm talking to this older couple. They're, like, maybe 60, mm-hmm. 70 years old. I'm talking to them the whole game. You know what I mean? That's they're, cool. They're diehard Bears fans. I'm wearing my Tom Brady jersey. <laughs> 
and I'm from California, you know what I mean? We're just talking, like, yeah, we come to every Bears game, did her dad, this whole conversation, she was telling me about her kids in San Francisco. Oh my God, that's so cool. Out there. It was like the coolest thing ever, but sorry. No, it was good. like the coolest thing ever, and, you know, Alex was like, wow, you really were talking to them. They, like, said bye to them, they're like, oh, bye, have a good one, like, like gave the lady a hug, took the guy's hand. Wow. It was cool, you know what I mean? Um, but it's just weird, so I'm trying to do more of that. To yeah. Me. I don't know. I don't know even if there is a real reason. It was just one thing. No, I, I mean, kinda... it's just good to do yeah. because, you know, it's kind of like exactly what we've been talking about this whole time. Everyone is just people, right? And it yeah. doesn't, there's no such thing as these imaginary teams. Yeah. We all just, we're part of one team, mm-hmm. humanity. Right. You know, and we're all just trying to figure out where we fit in all of that. Right. You know, it doesn't matter about the grand scheme of shit or anything like mm-hmm. that. You just want to live. Exactly. And you just want to feel like you matter. Right. You know, and when you give people like that moment where you're you're engaging with them right you know like they feel like they matter because they're able to tell their story right because right. because to that person her kids really matter to her and mm-hmm. she got to share it with someone she never got to talk to before about it and right. you know you know it's like what that's going back to kind of pull is like that's what she's excited about right yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> without even asking them right without even asking about yeah. it you got it out of her and yeah. that's like it's really important to have mm-hmm. those things because you know like you kind of you know, when you see those people who look upset, like we kind of talked about this before, but like when you when you say, "Hey, I I appreciate you" or something like that, mm-hmm. like or just ask them, "Hey, is everything okay?" kind of thing, like you give that person something extra because they're not seen or they feel like they're not seen, right? right. And because when that happens, like you just giving that person like it's okay, you right. exist to me. Mm-hmm. That, that is very powerful. Yeah, you can do. You know, <laughs> you can do so much with that. You can. I mean, this may be on the far side of, you know, a bad situation, but right. you can potentially, you know, save someone's life. Absolutely. If they're, going, if they're in a real dark time and they're at right. their wits, and all you say is, hey, man, how you doing, you know? Yeah. Just letting you know I care about you, blah, 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 whatever. Right. You can change, you know, you can save their life, and that's why I'm right. like, one of the most important things you can do is just ask someone how they're doing. Absolutely. Especially <laughs> if you notice that they're not them, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. How you doing? Everything good? How, you know, how's everything going? Yeah. Yeah. Like, for me, like... I got really into a couple months ago. There was a, a whole bunch of podcasts that were coming out that were like, so I have a fascination with the dark side of humanity. Yeah. Like I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say the force. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought I was like, what are you? No, 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 <laughs> no. Like, like there's something about where there's like struggle, like extreme struggle, mm-hmm. like you know POWs in World War II, people who've lost limbs, people, you know. On the verge of suicide, mm. you know, people who basically fight through darkness to come out as a source of light, you know. Right. And it's like part of it is my my reality is that I don't feel like I've have a reason to, to complain, right? Because my life has been safe and comfortable and all this shit, mm-hmm. right? Like I don't have any reason to say anything wrong about my life because right. it's been cushy mm-hmm. or comfortable. Right. And so by my by my extension, by putting myself in the shoes of those people who've experienced shit mm-hmm. <laughs> in the worst possible way, either by another human being or in the experience that is you know generated in that form of fashion, mm-hmm. it, it gives me a a an understanding from the worst humanity has but also come out on it and and go deeper right if that makes sense mm-hmm. you know and i like there's a couple ones like kevin hines he tried to commit suicide and jumped off the golden gate bridge i don't know kevin I don't he basically like he didn't die 
Like he he did jumped and broke his legs and today, yes, wow. he he lived. He's one of the few people who lived and won't tell you how he did it because he doesn't want people to try and do it. <laughs> Naturally, yeah. and I mean he tells his story. He's now a public speaker and talks about the struggles of suicide and depression and things like that. It is one of the moving most moving stories I've ever listened to. Like yeah. I was working out and I was running, listening to the story. I was crying. Really, like. It's powerful shit, dude. Wow. Like, the path of redemption, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, what he needed, you know, and, like, he's, like, he, when he tells the story, I'm getting goosebumps as I'm telling this. Wow. But, like, Check this out, man. I'll send it to you, but, like, when he's telling the story, and he's, like, man, the day I knew I was going to do it, he's, like, I took the, the, the bus down to the bridge, you know, and the whole way, I'm crying in the back of the bus, and all I needed was people to, to just... Ask me, are you okay? Yeah. And that's all he needed, right? But instead, people are like, what's wrong with this guy over here? Right. Right? And how he, right? And we're kind of talking about the same mm-hmm. shit right here, where it's yeah. like, just ask him, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And it's, this guy's blatantly, you know, he's pulling he's his eyes. not okay. Right? You know I mean? And so he gets to the bridge at some point. He's walking up back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then all of a sudden, there's this beautiful model. She's like, can you take... And she's broken English, like European or something. She's like, can you take my picture? And she does that for like 10 minutes. And he's like, you know what I realize now? Is she was giving me the time to realize that this is not what I wanted to do. But then when he... He still... He's like, and then he jumped. And then all of a sudden, within that split second that he jumped and he was over the edge, he's like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do this. And then he changed the way he fell. And on impact... He realized that he didn't want to die. Dude, I'm, I'm paraphrasing the fuck out of this right well, now, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. it is one of the most intense stories I've ever listened to, and I'm going to write about it one day, but I'm just trying to figure out a way to do it, mm-hmm. because I think listening to stories like that, who, who people who can articulate how they struggle, and he still struggles with these feelings to this day. But he's come out of that darkness, Mm -hmm. and he's able to articulate it to many people Mm -hmm. and be able to share that story, and that hopefully other people can listen to that story and be like, holy shit, I feel that exact same way, Mm -hmm. but maybe he got through it, and that's how he did it. I don't need to do it. You know, there's hope. You know, in the darkness, the the center of the darkness, you can find the light, right? Not to be cliche or anything, no, but right. I really, like, it moves me mm-hmm. to, to think about those things. Right. And to think that it doesn't got to be that dark mm-hmm. in your story, but there's something in there that might sound, you know, if you bare bones it, strip it down to its simplest form, it can sound just as like my struggle is your struggle. And we can help each other together right. by sharing the darkness to get to back to the light right. together. Yeah. Even if you don't ever meet each other, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just so powerful to me, and I'm like... <laughs> yeah, I <can> <laughs> yeah, it really... That's... I definitely want to... I need to check that out for sure. Oh, Kevin it's... Hines? Kevin Hines. H-Y or H-I? H-I-N-E. Okay. H-I-N-E-S. Okay. I'll, I'll link this up, that episode in the show notes for sure, but yeah. it's... For me, like, it's just... It, stories like that, they, they move me. Mm-hmm. Because if someone who's literally went to the the worst scenario and can pick themselves up and it's not a solo thing right like right. he wound up meeting a girl while in the hospital and that girl wound up becoming his wife wow really yeah 
And like this story, you know, like it takes turns and yeah. she had to be there for him and things like that. And it worked out, you know, like in the worst and stuff like it just, you know, it, it it's just powerful things. And when you get to hear stories of people who, who can help each other like that and then turn their life to being a solid, not a solitary thing, but able to share it and articulate people and not be ashamed of it. It, it really shows a strength yeah. that I think is inside of every one of us. Yeah. You just got to go deep enough. Right. <laughs> and I don't mean to get so preachy or anything like no, that, but, but it's... It's true. And it's... it's. I mean, I forget... Apology for that, but I'm, I'm so stuck on the fact that, like, no one... Like, that's the part that keeps replaying for me, is that up to the point that he was going to do something, no, yeah. he was almost literally... Bawling his eyes out. crying yeah. like, out for help. And the fact that... He no was one step away from saying, yelling out, I need fucking help. Yeah. And that type <laughs> of thing is... I mean, I literally just said it. It's like one of the most important things you can do. Right. Like, if you see someone who clearly needs help, like, uh, just, hey man, what's up? You know what I mean? Like, Not, even, not even asking if you're okay. Just like, hey. Just, yeah. How you like, doing, man? Yeah, yeah. Just doing that shit. Yeah. And getting them out of whatever terrible loop they're stuck in. Yeah. You know, especially if it's someone you're close to, you know what I mean? Like you see, you see people all the time or like you hear people all the time, they say something that's kind of, you know, makes you right. turn and be like, that was out of character or you know right. I mean? like what's going on or someone posts on Facebook and they're like, oh, not doing something. Yeah. Whatever. Not doing well or yeah, whatever, whatever it that. is. And it's like, if I see it, I really try to reach out to them, even mm-hmm. if I've never met them. Reach yeah. Out. And I'm like, cause you never, at least for me, I never want to think back and be like man if I would have just said something right you know what I mean like how mm-hmm. it takes it takes nothing from you yeah you know what I mean you, no one is that it doesn't yeah there's no you know I mean? it doesn't cost you anything to just say hey man exactly. are you okay right like not even that or just hey what's up yeah just wanted to check up it's so important you know? man like for me I think it's you know one of the big statistics that you see all the time is that most people don't have a best friend they can count on mm-hmm. right or they feel they don't. Yeah. Or they feel they don't, mm-hmm. at the very least. And I think that's just as important, right? right? Because right. feeling is everything. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, part of, like, that's what, like, is so special about this, right? We call us a tribe now, and I'm not going to say it's not, because mm-hmm. it really is. And mm-hmm. we're really special in the sense that we can be like, hey, man, I'm having shit, mm-hmm. you know? And then it, you got, we just all drop. Right. We just drop everything we're doing, mm-hmm. and we're just there. Right. Right. You know, we do friendsgiving together now, mm-hmm. and I when I tell people that who aren't part of our friends group, and they're like, "Wait, you guys do that?" Mm-hmm. It's weird. Right. It's a little weird. Like some people do it, but like we we have a big group now. Yeah. You know, we got like ten people at yeah. least. I was say one, last year was like, or was that the year before? One of the years, it was the, it was at Joe's. So yeah, the first one. Ago, it was yeah. Like, no, the second one we did. Oh yeah, it was the second one. Sorry, it was yeah. Like what twenty people? Yeah, almost. Yeah. yeah. We had, like, 18 at one point because, yeah. like, Nick and some of his friends showed up. Yeah, like, all the extension. Yeah. I mean, to me, I think that's really important. And that's kind of what I've been doing lately with, like, the podcast is, like, reaching out to people who are, like, kind of friends. Like, people I hung out with but then just kind of drifted away because you just mm-hmm. – like, it's weird, right? Like, when you start to meet people, and especially if they're, like, of the opposite sex, mm-hmm. it's like if it doesn't click right away – even though you might have a whole bunch in common, mm-hmm. you just stop talking to each other because it's like if you're not dating, you shouldn't. Guys and girls can't talk. Right. And I think that's such. Yeah, I'm, a against, sh- I'm against that whole. It's such a shame process, because, yeah. like, for me, like, 
like just from looking at it, the podcast point of view, it's like I have a lot of guys on the podcast, and I'm like, I don't want it just to be about guys. Yeah. Because there's a whole other side of the story and perception of things, just because of the female experience, yeah. whatever that is. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not going to talk about anything because. I'll leave it to someone who comes on the podcast, right. which we will have one soon. Maddie would be someone. <laughs> yeah, like anyone. Like I don't care. Like seriously, I will talk to anybody under yeah. the sun. If you're interested and want to tell your story, please do. Right. You you have a microphone. Right. <laughs> just reach out to me. Because yeah. I just want to capture stories. Right. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say it's important to hear not people's story. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the fact that I mean, there's another half of humanity. There's guys and girls. Right. <laughs> well, okay. It's not that cut and dry. One. Right, I know, I know, <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. But oopsies. <laughs> um, I'm kidding, but it is, it's true though, and especially for. I don't know why this is a thing. I've always disagreed with this. Mm-hmm. This is why when I was younger, I used to not like relationships because right. just a lot of the stuff didn't make sense. And if something doesn't make sense to me, I'm not with it. Right? Like, yeah, I get either that. make it make sense or it's stupid. Yeah, you know what I mean? like, tell, give me a good reason why. It... <laughs> exactly. So yeah. I obviously grew out of that. But at the time, I was like, I don't get why if you're dating someone, whether you're you know whatever, you can't be friends with anyone else of that right. gender of who you're, of yeah. what you're dating. And I'm like, that does the why? Why? Well, because. Because you're gonna want to get no. It doesn't no. mean that. Like you, I mean, to me, one thing I take that like offensively because like you think I'm that shallow, right? You know what I mean, like, no, I'm deeper than that. You know what I mean? Like I'm choosing to be with you, kind of thing. Yeah, and like, I can. That's have, the way I see it. You know what I mean? Like Chris Dearson, you know all these people, whoever. Yeah. That, like you know, call them my best friends. You right. Know what I'm saying, and they are. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, it's like to me, it, it just kind of you know you're cutting out a whole different worldview, right? Because yeah. sometimes. I, I think part of it too is like the perception of like what relationships are, where like when you have that significant other, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's implied that that significant other becomes your focal point, yeah, your right? Significant only, right? Yeah. Basically, and they become they become like whatever you need, they should be able to provide it, kind of thing. Right. And I don't think that's a hundred percent true. I'm not saying you need to have other girls in your life, but I'm just saying like guys need to be able to talk to guys sometimes. Like you, right. like there's a different, you know, male bonding is a yeah. thing, right? Like, right. You, like you need to have different forms of attachment, right. you know, and community or whatever you want to call it. Like whatever, I don't know, whatever psychological label or something <laughs> like, well, cause you, you draw things from different people. Like, exactly. What, and it's not, it's not to, you know, criticize or anything like that of anyone to say like oh I'm, I'm not getting this from you yeah you know what I mean it's not like in a negative sense it's just like that's not what we provide for each other right. definitely there's growth and I feel like in a relationship you grow with each other and you kind of yeah like this you know person A it's a give and a take B, on both sides exactly and that's important and that's it's awesome you know what yeah. I mean? like nothing against it but at the same time person B can't give person A everything you know right because there's something you know that your best friend offers to you no mm-hmm. matter, I mean it's different so I'm trying to be vague but right yeah you know, and you're trying to cover so much ground yeah, with this yeah. description yeah but like you know your best friend's gonna give you this and maybe it's like maybe it's a form of release in a sense where it's like mm-hmm. it's just you know you have fun you know what I mean you kind of can detach from life right, a little bit yeah. you know with your friend you can just yeah, like say the medium that they share is football so every right. Sunday you have like a thing they get together and watch football right. that's their thing you can't take that because they're gaining something from that experience yeah. you know what I'm saying so there's a lot I mean that's that and then like you can have you know friends at work or you know you have colleagues and stuff like that you get, right. you get stuff from so many different people if you isolate yourself it's so 
it's so uh, you lose detrimental the to your growth yeah. as a person, especially in like our age now. Right. There's so much growth happening. Like, yeah. If you weren't able to expand out and start doing your podcast, you'd be a completely different person. Oh, 100%. You know I mean? Easily. Yeah. So if someone was trying to pull that from you, mm-hmm. it would suck. You right. Because you'd be just. Because, you know, it's like one of those weird things for me. Like, you know, like you talked about the passion thing before, right? And when you. Like, I've never had a feeling where I felt like I was doing something that mattered, if that right. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, 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 you know, I could go to school and I could go to work and I could leave those things behind when I'm not there, mm-hmm. right? Like, it didn't feel like it had a life of its own right. outside of the, the institutions that it existed in, right? Mm-hmm. But when I go everywhere, I tell everybody about this thing. Right. And it can, I really do. Yeah. And, and I can't. Like, it's not that I mean to do it, and I don't mean to be a broken record, mm-hmm. but it's just there. Like, you get me talking, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I listen to this podcast, and that reminds me about this thing I talked about on my own, and, like, it's it just, right. it just gone. And I'm like, sorry, I'm just, this is just my thing, <laughs> right. you know? And it just, it just matters so much to me, mm-hmm. and it's really strange. Right. To right. be able to share it. Yeah. And right. to be attached to it, not because I feel like I own it, mm-hmm. but I feel like the 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 conduit like I just feel like the funnel right like I just feel like I happen to be here and I'm just capturing lightning in a bottle I'm like right. <laughs> I'm just lucky that there's this thing that's recording it right in front of me yeah, and all right. of a sudden like I don't know and then I yeah. get to be the one to share it with everybody else and right. just it's just so weird like I went up talking to people that I've never met before and all of a sudden I say a podcast I'm like wait you do a podcast yeah. and they get excited yeah and then different. they're like yeah. they're like they're like oh I'm gonna look you up and then, like, I just had a conversation at the gym the other day, and he was, like, this guy. He's like, you, oh, you might like Tim Ferriss' show. I'm like, all right, yeah, like, I love him. <laughs> and, like, that's exactly what I said. Yeah. And he's like, you might, you should listen to Mixed Men Arts. I'm like, I actually interviewed that guy from, like, one of the guys. I'm like, he's like, are you kidding me? I'm right. like, I'm like, yeah, like, this is, like, my thing, you know? Yeah. It's like, I found my niche right. in some way. Like, it's yeah. like a niche without a niche, because I can, I've made it in a way where it doesn't have... Yeah, uh, there isn't one. You know, yeah. It, and what's crazy is because we talked about this on a podcast before. Not sure which one. Maybe the anxiety, depression one. Mm-hmm. But we said we we're talking about like purpose, and it wasn't right. like a single purpose. Right. But you found one of your purposes. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think I don't think you have to have a singular purpose. I don't think there is one. There shouldn't be. There. I think it's the, life I, is far too complicated. Right. To have one I, I think overall health is my. If yeah. you wanted to label anything I did, which I try very hard to not be unlabelable, right. <laughs> right. because I'm like the fit engineer, which mm. for if you have any yeah, sort of <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I'm a fit engineer who also goes to school and yeah. work like it's, yeah, I don't know, it's, crazy. it's fucking weird, yeah. but like you know, like I just do a bunch of shit and all of a sudden it just works, yeah. you know, and I think that's part of it too. Like if you just do a bunch of shit you care about, a lot of the negative stuff goes away or does it matter because well because you don't have time to worry about it yeah yeah <laughs> you're worrying about what you love so like yeah have you everyone has like they have an umbrella of what defines them mm-hmm. and like maybe you have kind of you know so an umbrella starts and it comes down like a, right like a like a moon or a half down. circle yeah yeah but like so maybe something is at the top and maybe a little bit more important right. but the stuff next to it you know what i mean is mm-hmm. 
just as important as right. you make your way down and then you kind of fill in the middle. Yeah. Um, I wish some people could see. <laughs> I know, we should. Not articulating I should have well. Nick draw an image. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not articulate, <laughs> articulating that well at all, but if you can kind of picture. Well, it's um, like a web. Yeah. If you think about it, that's right? That's a better way to put it. Yeah, a web. Because, like, at the center, you have, like, your core principles or whatever, mm-hmm. and then everything kind of connects itself around there, right? right. And you can look at your relationships the same way. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it just makes someone who they are. And. To be able to create the web, you know, I feel I feel it's not even creating. You're finding it. Like it's already there. Like everything you're gonna do has been there. Yes. The health is. Yeah, to some degree, it has been there. Yeah. You just didn't. You just discovering yeah, it. Yeah. Something. <laughs> I feel like something had to trigger it. But at right. some point, it would have been triggered. Or like mm-hmm. you said, me, how me is talking about. Oh, you should work out. Mm-hmm. And maybe you yeah. thought about it before. Maybe you did. Maybe you thought about it. I mean, it, I just like, high school or whatever, but it didn't matter, yeah. right? There's a there's a purpose. There's right. different purposes behind it. Right. And so maybe it was just a proximity. Whatever yeah. whatever it was mm-hmm. that at right time, right place clicked and right. there you are. Um, but the intrigue of that was always there for you. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like that's how people work and then it was just like, Oh, that's dope. Well, I'm gonna really get into this right. and as you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you and got into it. Then all <laughs> of a sudden it's just off to the races and yeah. like I become a sponge. Right. Like I literally would just read yeah, everything. Just everything. Like it's yeah. it's crazy. But I still have that same like fascination mm-hmm. to this day. Right. When it comes to like if I find out like new workout things or mm-hmm. something like here's a new like you know unconventional like weightlifting thing. Right. Like damn this is like legit. Like <laughs> I want to try this. Like <laughs> awesome. Like it's just fun. Like yeah. like it's so weird for me too. Is like feeding curiosity is such a weird name, right? It's- perfect it's like it's yeah like it, it's perfect because it's so nuanced mm-hmm. on so many levels because yeah. it means something to me because right. it's like me like it literally is me mm-hmm. right because like everything I do is just I'm curious about everything right like I try to tell people like so what do you want to do They're like you can't ask me that question <laughs> yeah because like I would be like a paleontologist astronaut robot superhero whatever like <laughs> just, I could just, just I mean? give me a list and I'll just put a whole bunch of words together and that's what I am yeah <laughs> like that's what I want my job to be okay right. so how do I how does that make me money though damn <laughs> so like to me it doesn't matter like what I want to be is whatever I'm doing right now right <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. wow that was a good quote yeah <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I actually like that a lot. I, I'm going to steal that. Damn. I should write that down. Yeah. Well, we got it. Here. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, awesome. it just drives me crazy to think about it. And like, you know, I have a goal. Like, I have a dream for what I want this to be one day. Mm-hmm. Right? Because what I, at the end of the day, I think I'm an educator mm-hmm. at some point or in some right. way. Right. I want to teach people and not even because I'm the one teaching mm-hmm. it's just I'm there and I'm picking things from the tree mm-hmm. and I'm combining them in a way and making a smoothie out of it for you right. <laughs> right. I'm really getting good at these metaphor things right. keep it going <laughs> right like you know I just able to pick out things and put them together in a different way so it makes it easy for people to, to digest right and, and the more you do that the easier it gets for other people to pick it up and pull, pull it along, right? right? And I hope that one day someone else is like, damn, I listened to this and this makes sense to me and I think I could do it too. Yeah. Because what I do is not special. Right. I'm not special. See. So, my thoughts... so weird. Every time we do a podcast, this happens. It's so much <laughs> but someone will say something and I'm like, dude, I was just like either talking or something about that like the other day. It's so weird that you said that. I... Maybe it was it was either Alex or Nick because it happened within the Nick Bugle the last couple of days. Um, whoever it was doesn't matter. But that that t- that thing came up like I'm not special. What I'm doing is a special. And I was like, well, yeah, it is. Like, I'm not special. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm more like I'm not. 
I'm more the type of person who's like, I'm not better than anyone else. Yeah. But I'm special. You know what I mean? What I'm doing. Oh, I I'm, see what I'm, you're saying. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, providing yeah. something that ne- not necessarily anyone else can provide because I'm me and I'm the only me that yeah. can do it. So when people you're say You're unique, that, but you're not better. Right. <laughs> so I don't mean it to like, oh, shut up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I get what you're saying, but yeah. at the same time, I'm like, no, what you're doing is special. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's interesting and you're passionate about it and it's something that at the end of the day, as long as you feel it's important, then it is special. You know what yeah. I mean? And if you can relay that to other people, this is what I feel is important because yeah. you genuinely want to help people, yeah. then that's a special thing. So, <laughs> like, it, it is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can't downplay that type of thing. You know what it mean? really, it I mean, that's really what it comes down to is it just, yeah. it just matters. And yeah. I just think there's value in it, you know? And, it, like, I, I, I guess it just comes from my... Because it comes from my appreciation for the podcast I listen to and the story that I told about Kevin Hines. Right. Like, that should show how much podcasts can move me. Right. right? And how much they've affected me and my way of thinking. Right. Right? And if I could get 1% of that out of someone else's response and, and you just get some story that someone's be like, holy shit, I never thought about that before. Right? Right. Or, oh, man, I'm going to try and eat black beans now because they're healthier. Right. I, it's a win. And even yeah. if you don't, I don't care. <laughs> right, you did your part. But I, I put it out there. You know, you can't. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't force it to drink. Exactly. But at the same time, you know, it's like, you know, we like I said, trying to stay away from any negativity. It's just put more positive. Mm-hmm. You know, right. period. Yeah. And just what is you know? It's just get. It's gonna get better. I'm yeah. sorry, but it's just gonna get better. No, and I'm guilty to be an optimist, but it's <laughs> like I'm sorry. You yeah. know, like if I could leave the world and it's one percent better than the way it started, I won. Yeah. You know, if it's better for my kids or whoever, like if I don't have kids, your kids or whoever, right. the world like, in general, yeah, just whoever's next. Right. You know, if I left it just one percent better than it was before, fuck yeah. Yeah. You know, 0.01 percent. Fuck it. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. As long as you try, right? Honest, it's better to, effort, yeah. You know I mean? It's like cold college try, yeah, but better because right. the college tries half-assed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. Fuck, dude. Yeah. We got into this one. Yeah, we did. It's it's a uh, two two hours and eight minutes, son. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. you're gonna be our new longest one. Yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I Shit. We'll take that honor. Do I get a trophy? Yeah. Okay. We'll have to make one. <laughs> yeah. Dude, fun stuff. All right, everybody. We're gonna wrap this bad boy up because we've had a really long discussion yes, with this one, and I did not realize how long it was going. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it and learned something, and hope you've had your own curiosity. You can support the podcast directly at anchor.fm slash feedingcuriosity, one word, slash support. Also, I'd like to thank the sponsors for this podcast as well. And I'd just like to thank Anchor for being able to be there to give us the platform to have it out there on all the platforms available to us podcasters. With that, everyone, thank you all one more time, and I'll see you all next time.